Hello, hello, and welcome to the Mild and Lazy Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Andrew. And we're back. We did it. We got together for one. <laughs> yeah. Took a long break. You guys are used to that. It's nothing new. Um, you know what we're gonna do. We're gonna tell you know, we're gonna tell some jokes, have some fun, get some news in, some sports, Mount Rushmore, you know it all. Follow us on Instagram, uh, at Mild and Lazy. Um and we'd really appreciate it. Leave us reviews where you can. Follow us on Spotify. And uh, let's do this. I'm ready. All right. What have you been up to? I know that's, you know, that could be a whole podcast it's a lot. in itself. I'm, I'm just going to tell you basically about, like, the last week. Like, all this is just what's happened last week because it's been too long. But I got a new route, and it's my old route. So I had – And uh, you're back, back where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. I should have never left. Like, I had, I had a really gravy route out in the country – where every day I see, like, more dogs. I saw, like, too many horses the other nice. day. Like, you just don't get that in the city. Nope. You know? It's like uh, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Troy. You're like the only, he's like him in general, like, the only people I miss over there, though. The rest of the people can just suck it. But I had to buy a new vehicle for that, so I have a sweet 2003 Honda Odyssey sitting outside, which I, I genuinely really like that dude, car. Let's, dude, let's do some shit to it. Yeah, let's, it has that third row that I completely fold down, you know, like disappears. It has like a cover. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice, dude. Like we could put an air mattress back there Oh yeah, and just, I don't know. Nothing weird, I'm but je- just, just I'm, going to road trip. I'm jealous of the Odyssey. It's dude. really nice. It really is. So, But now that means I have to sell my CRV. I'm trying to convince Claire to like keep that and sell her car. Yeah, fuck a Honda. She would get bro. more money, and I'd be like, that's your money. Like, we'll just keep both Hondas. Yeah. We don't go anywhere. You know, like, we hardly ever travel in more than, like, 20 miles out of town. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of yep. having a, I don't know, it's like a, it's a very equivalent car to what she already has. She would just make more money off her other one. But yeah, I, yep. Trying to get her to sell that. Um, <clears throat> I got Ellie on here. She's coming up with like a new scheme to make money off of me where she's, she's at that age where like she wants to have money even though she doesn't know what for. She mm-hmm. just, she has like this little coin purse she got. So she really wants to just come up with ways of making money. And her scheme is because they're short, you know, it's like where well, you got to do something to earn that money. So I'm like, go pick up your room. So now what she'll do is like purposely go in there and just make a big old fucking mess and then come out and say, oh, my room's messy. I need to clean it. And then she'll just put a few things up and then money, come out please. and then just come out with her purse and make me give her money. So like every day for like the past week, she's just been going and they're like, Oh, uh, I'll be right back. And she'll run to her room. And I just hear this commotion. She's like, "Uh Oh, I got to clean up my room. And then she'll spend like five minutes cleaning. You have a little, you know, like a who we used to have like a dirt devil, mm-hmm. but now it's like some other brand, but he has that. And you just hear that running. And then she'll come out with her purse wide open and want you to put money in there. You're getting strong on bro, your daughter. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I know exactly what you're doing. You know, so it's you gotta, like, you're just adorable. So I'm going to pay you. You got to nip this in the bud. <laughs> Cause like now it's coins, but here in a few years, it's going to be dollar bills. Oh, and we already set the precedence of $5 a tooth for when she loses a damn tooth. Fuck. Yeah. Lady at work though gets 20, which is really stupid. Cause she has like three kids. Yeah. What do you, idiot yeah i said uh, five's the absolute limit and it might right. just go down from there um owen's walking he's oh, that's awesome. pretty much got it down it's adorable though because i put on here he still walks like a drunk entering a waffle house at 2 a.m yeah so when he gets too much momentum going he kind of like stumbles and mm-hmm. bumbles and has to catch himself and i don't know it just reminds me of like a big of a drunk idiot like yeah. walking somewhere but he's also getting onto everything he, he's got like 
a really good grip because he'll grab like a window, you know, like the window frame right mm-hmm. here, the ledge, and he'll pull himself up to look out the window. And he does the same thing with the uh, the stove or the oven, Whoa. which is scary because he can grab on there and pull himself off. And if you catch him or if you don't catch him, he falls all the way back and. You know, he's just a dumb idiot. He doesn't know any better, so yeah, he's just going to yeah. keep hurting himself, which sucks because you don't want them to hurt themselves, but it's like, I can't always be there, so shit's just going to happen. See, now you're truly, you truly have two kids now because now they're both mobile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like like Nick, which I got to ask Nick what you want me to do because he gave us this really great walker that you can just put them in. Yeah. And that thing was great for him because for a while, like, because he grew into it. You know, at first he could only touch his toes, and then he was, like, flat-footed, and that's how he learned to walk in it. And I either have to give it back to Nick or I was going to see if he wants us to maybe give it to Troy and let them hold on to it, you know, and just kind of like let buddies of ours like use it. Cause I don't, unless, unless they're having another kid, then Nick can have it again. But if not, he doesn't need it. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't know anyways, but that thing doesn't have like a buckle, Mm -hmm. which everything for a kid should have a buckle in it to keep them in. So Owen, at this point, we used to put him in there to eat. Well, now he'll just pick up his, first of all, those suction plates are bullshit because he can just pull that thing off throws his plate and then he just gets out of that thing and he sits on the base and he's just chilling there like king of the mountain and like looking at me like he's you know superior to me i'm the captain now. yeah for real and i'm like well i guess owen's running this house because i can't contain the boy yeah but um yeah he's just getting into everything man he's he's a real wild card like the first ellie was such a chill easygoing kid and owen mm-hmm. is a fucking maniac man he is all over the place and um lastly so this is a friday night we're doing this tomorrow night I have um I got stars tickets, man. I'm going with my brother in law Dakota. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Yeah, he gave me um that was like his birthday or birthday. That was his Christmas gift to me, and he kept hyping it up. And he was telling everybody how this is and he got Claire involved, so because he didn't want it to spoil anything and he had to make sure like he was there when he gave it to me. He drew this little picture out and everything and I don't know, it was pretty exciting. Like I know he's excited for it because he's not a big sports guy. Yeah. But he likes hockey and he likes soccer. And I was like, I'll go to either game when he sport anytime. Right. But yeah. I told him to me, I think Hockey is the most exciting sport to see live. For sure. Yeah. So it's um he got his good seats too. He got some kind of deal, but it's like platinum level, right by a bar, and I don't know, he wants to like get a hotel downtown and do all this shit. And you know, I guess I'm paying for half, but it's still gonna be he paid for the tickets though. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, Look, let's... I'll drive us and I'll pay half for the hotel and we'll just, you know, buy our own drinks, whatever we right, do. Right. But yeah, that's the plan. And I said if we can't find a hotel, I was like, Bro, we could just sleep in the van, like legitimately sleep in that van. Yeah. For one night. Just have like whiskey bottles when we get out and <laughs> cloud of smoke when we open the doors. Like we can make it work. But well, I'm pretty exciting. excited That'll about be that. Fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. So I, I I work tomorrow, and then I go back on um, Tuesday, and then I'm off Wednesday because my mother-in-law has another, like, major surgery. I got to oh, be there for the kids because Claire's going to be there with her mom. So right. so a lot coming up, a lot of good and a little bit of bad, but it should work out. Yeah, it'll work out. I hope so, man. Well, speaking of bad, uh, um, everybody that knows me um, knows I had a dog named Ziggy. He was a pug. He was my boy. He was 14. Uh, we lost him. Um, I don't know when it was. A couple weeks, three weeks ago now, maybe two weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was that long. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we find, he finally crossed the Rainbow Bridge, and he's he had 14 years. Good run. And but it's good to remember that all dogs go to heaven. All dogs do go to heaven. So he's up there. And uh, he's got a buddy because not four days later, uh, uh, his we call him we called her his sister – but they weren't related at all. But our other dog, Wednesday, who was 10, she passed away. Dude, and that was such a shock because she seemed like, I mean, I get your other, like, Ziggy was an older dog. Yeah, like 14, I was, yeah. But then when you said Winnie, I was like, 
No, like what? Ha- I thought like something happened. Like no, I didn't realize it well, was like a broken fucking heart situation. Yeah, we and we asked the vet, and they were like, you know, I mean, we can put, we can do an autopsy. We're like, no, but I mean, if this dog had lived with your other dog for all of her life, like all we can all we can determine is it's got to be of a broken heart because yeah, that happens. So sad. But yeah, Winnie was fine, and then when Ziggy passed, we kind of noticed her down for like a day, and we thought, okay, she's sad. I mean, dogs know, I think. Yeah. And then she just kept getting worse, like the next day, and I was like, Lauren, something's up with this dog. She's like, no, she's just sad, and I was like, mm. And then a couple of days later, I was at work, and Lauren called me, and she's like, something's wrong with Winnie, and I was like, yeah, I, I knew it. I mean, not in like a I told you so way, but yeah. I was like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah. And she's like, well, um. I can't get her into the vet until tomorrow. I've already got a, an appointment made. I was like, all right, well, when I get home, I'll check on her. By the time I got made it home, like three hours later, she was gone. So that was the weirdest. That was weirdest a shocker thing. to me because Winnie is such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And she was young. You could just tell she was in better condition than, than yeah. Ziggy and Baxter were. Yeah, but she was still, she was like 10. So she was getting up there too, but it's weird not having a dog in the house. Like I had Ziggy for 14 years. Like I would joke with Lauren all the time. Like she like get onto him for something. I'm like, don't get onto that dog. I've had that dog longer than you. Yeah. Which is true. true. It's true. true. But he was my buddy. And, uh, but yeah. So other than that, um, just work. Um, <laughs> what a sad note. Other than, other than your other dog than my dying. Best friends dying. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, no, it's just life. I mean, I've got that. I've got a, you know, I'm like three months into the new job. So the newness has worn off and it's just work now. Yeah. So, you know, I'm still learning every day and it's, um, difficult. So some days it's really rewarding and other days it's like, why did I do this? But, but yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it still. So yeah. No, no regrets from switching from the no, other place, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Other than the drive. I mean, the other place is like literally like yeah. two and a half miles. That's what I'm saying. Like I can't beat that with my job cause I can, I can be there in like two minutes. Yeah. If I hit, I hit one light and one stop sign and I'm there. Yeah. So other than that, no, but I mean, I'm, I've got to take my lumps and you know, do the, do the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Just like, I got to get my feet wet and this is like, you know, entry level, you know, yeah. into the You got to start somewhere. Yeah. So other than that, um, we had some thievery at our house. Yeah. Like an actual robbery or like no. Landry taking something? No. So we have some neighbor kids, they're brothers. Oh, yeah. So I come home yesterday and as soon as I get home, like I put my backpack and stuff in the back hatch of the fit and I've got the hatch raised and I see just like this blur run past me. I thought it was Landry. I was like, Hey Bubba. And he just keeps running down the street. I'm like, Oh, was that the neighbor kid? I was like, like, Oh, I don't fucking care yeah, about I that like, kid. Yeah, I, like, I guess, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. I guess Lauren yeah. let, let, let him have the, the kids over or whatever. So I go inside and the other one's coming out as I'm walking in. I was like, Oh, Hey bud, what's up? He's like, Hey, I was like, all right, see you later. So I get in, and me and Lauren are talking, and she's, like, looking around on the counter and stuff for something, and her, her vape is missing. No shit. They took yeah. that? They took her little that vape. That boy. Yeah, so, and she's like, that. I think that little kid stole it. I think it was the one that was running away. Yeah. Right? Guilty. here's the thing, though. This kid even set up a distraction to get her out of the room. Oh, man, they fucking planned it. And... Yeah, so one of them was back in Landry's room, and the other one was kind of in the front of the house, like... Looking around, because they've only been in our house, like, once. Kind of looking around, and he's like, hey, I think Landry's upset. Do you want to go check on him? And what a little shit. Yeah, dude. 
And the other day, me and Landry were out front. I was in the garage um, doing something, and I was letting Landry play out front. And uh, the kids come out, and I'm letting them play, and Landry play with them in the front yard. And then eventually they come in the garage, and that's fine, whatever. And uh, so I've got, like, football cards, like, in an old uh, tote. Uh, and they're all just, like, base cards, like, all my good cards are put up. Right. They're just all my base cards. I don't know what I'm doing with. They're not worth anything. They're just all the filler you thumb through till you get to the back to where the good stuff is. Right. And they're into sports. And he's like, Hey man, can I look at these football cards? I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, you can take whatever you want. Just show me what you take before. Cause just in case there was something something slipped. Yeah. So he's going through the cards, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he takes out a fat stack, which is fine. I mean, they're all, they're worth like 10 cents. Pennies. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to a kid though, they're cool. So I let him take them. Right. And I had a pocket knife on on my bench. And I guess when I was over there looking with the cards with the, with the one kid, the other brother took my pocket knife. Dude, they're like a little tandem. Yeah. They're like setting up distractions. Yeah, dude. For the other so, one. So, needless to say, those kids were not Landry's not playing with them. Like I said, needless to say, I beat both their asses. And I stabbed him with my own knife. <laughs> I got my knife back and I fucking stabbed him. Uh, no, but these kids, like, we'll be walking Landry to school and they'll be up ahead of us. And, like, one day, like, they were rolling around on the sidewalk, like, beating the shit out of each other. Like, Are they Landry's age or they're, they're older? Landry's in first. I think they're in third. Damn, little shitheads, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we won't be seeing those kids anymore. No, how can you trust somebody back in your no. house after they stole from you no. twice? And Lauren's like, she's... Like, looking, like, tearing the hat. She's like, I don't want this to be true. Like, I don't want to think these kids came in. Yeah, because then you got to, like, confront the parents. Like, hey, your kid just stole something. Yeah, like, like, hey, just in case you found a vape, like, they stole it from me. Right. Yeah. So I was like, no, don't let them do that. Let them fucking burn for it. Because their parents are going to find it. Oh, they're going to get deep shit. And then let them explain. They're like, what are you doing with this vape and a knife? Because either way, they're in trouble. Either way, they're already in trouble for the vape. And then where are they going to say they got it? It doesn't matter because they're already in trouble. So if, if they want to confess and double down on the punishment, fine. But, but yeah, they, they don't treat Landry right. Like, you know, because Landry's an only child. And the guilt of being an only child for us, like, we give him a lot. You know, he's got a he's got a Xbox in, in his room. And I just hung his – I just mounted his TV on the wall and then put his gaming laptop on a desk underneath. So he's got a real sweet setup. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, a dual screen, like – uh, computer setup with like a gaming mouse. Dude, gaming setups are so different now than when we were kids. Right. I remember I thought his sweet setup with like my boom box on top and entertainment right. center and my DVD collection. Right, but he's got his TV mounted. He's got he's, a flat screen. Yeah, and he's got his desk underneath and he's got like the the like the RGB lights on the desk. Like he's and he's got that loft bed. He's got a sweet setup. Damn. Those kids just want to come in. Sleep over at Landry's house. Dude, I would if I could if I would if my fear of not collapsing that bed would, <laughs> wasn't so great. I would what's, sleep on that bed. What's under the bed? Is it open? It's open. So he's air got... Air mattress, bro. So Him he, on top, air mattress on the bottom. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what totally we did in Ellie's room. But those kids, they use them. Like, because they don't say, hey, let's play Landry. He's like, Landry, can I play Xbox? So, like, I see that. Landry doesn't see that. So, I don't like those kids to begin with. Yeah, they sound like little shitheads. They are shitheads. They are shitheads. So, needless to say, we won't be hanging out with them anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> Fucking kid, dude! I would have never done that. I would. I would have been terrified. I would have never wandered around in somebody's house. I don't think I. I had like the same friends growing up, right? I don't think I ever went into any of their like parents' room. That was like the most no. forbidden space. No, no, no. I no, couldn't no. imagine just like brazenly walking into someone's like a room by myself and going through shit like that. So, 
he was at, Lauren was in the kitchen cooking dinner. So Lauren was out there and one of the brothers was back in the back with Landry in his room. And the other one was just kind of like, I guess he was putting on an act, but he was kind of like, just like, Oh, is that y'all's family picture? Blah, blah, blah. Dude, blah these blah. kids are fucking schemers. Yeah, and little Landry. And I you mean, know, this isn't the first time. No, if they got, if they know how to distract Get and this. create so, diversions, you know, on Facebook, there's like walks, walks at talk and all these like walks at <laughs> put them on blast. Somebody did. So somebody was like, if your two boys were running, riding a green bike and a blue bike and they live off the neighborhood off Chapman park, I was walking my dog and these two little, one of the boys told me to shut the fuck up. Oh shit. Yeah. And right when they said two little boys, Chapman park by Northside on green and blue bike, I was like, it's fucking them. And then their mom saw it and I was like, this is being handled. Obviously not enough though if they're still acting like little yeah. shitheads at your yeah, house. So they have a not to sound like a dick, but they have like a dad there. Is a yeah. I'll talk to you about that off air. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a nice guy. I could see the kids probably rubbing off then like they're dead. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. So that 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 was the drama at my house yesterday. And Lauren's like like two hours, three hours later, like we're laying in bed going to bed, and she's like, I cannot believe that fucking happened. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, either let it go. We'll, we'll, we'll just never see him again. Now we know we were nice. They took advantage. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's over and done. Like we just. I won't, think she was we really mad about getting played. Like, well, she did. She man. did get played. Yeah, that kid distracted her, created yeah. a diversion. His mm-hmm. brother stole her. I'd be mad too. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you got to let it go. It's not like you're gonna go beat his ass and take it back. So it's it's done. Yeah, like you said, so. just don't put yourself in this situation again and have them over. All right, where are we going next? I got this for you. You want to hand it over? Oh, yeah. We put up all our Christmas stuff. I had nothing to wrap it with, but that was your Christmas gift. It's really just one thing. Oh, no way. I know what this is. I saw one thing on it, and I already know what it is. It's a Zodiac shirt with a cipher on it. Yeah, but what's it say? No way. It's a Necronomapod Zodiac shirt. It's like two birds, one stone with you. Oh, dude, that's so dope. Thanks, man. Well, okay. I got you something, too. There's something else. You can find it later. You don't have to tell it on there. Yeah, so that's all in a plastic bag for you, bud, because, like I said, we put all our other stuff in storage. Should be a sticker and something else. Oh, I didn't find the sticker. Oh, I got like 20 more. Okay. Maybe it fell out. All right. You got something for Here's me? your gift. Yep. And I got one more. And I don't have a bag, so you're going to have to literally. <laughs> you, got me the... you got me the same shirt? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's not a Lakers shirt, though, no. is it? Okay, I just want to make sure it's a great Dead. Dead from the forum. That's where the, yeah. is that where the Warriors used yeah. to play? Or I think that's where makes, the Lakers used to play. That doesn't play. make more sense because it's uh, Lakers colors. Yeah, I or thought that February, was pretty dope. They probably played it three nights, February 10th, 11th, and 12th, 1989. I thought that was Got pretty the dope. steely right there. It is dope. I'll take any Grateful Dead shirts. And then you're going to have to literally unzip my bag because I didn't have another bag for it. It's in there. It's great radio. Golly. Oh. So, oh, damn, it's like three different bottles. Is this it? I mean, you yeah. just don't carry this around with yeah, you. Yeah, no, you? no. It's a bottle of uh, Jim Bean Black, Basil Hayden's, and Knob Creek. It's like a little uh, sampler of each. Yeah, but they're bigger than, I mean, they're a little bit bigger than oh, sampler yeah. bottle. I thought it was cool. Oh, definitely cool. I don't think I've ever had 
any of these. I didn't think you would, so I was like, man, he likes his whiskey. I do like whiskey. It'd be a nice, uh, nice sip in whiskey. And I'm going to take one of these with me tomorrow, probably. There you go. I, I just uh, cut your liquor bill in half. Yeah, I was going to say, because we're going to, I told him what we need to buy, those little bottles. Mm-hmm. That you know it's just like a shot, yeah. so we can have parking lot whiskey because it's oh, very go. important. Oh no, this will be like the hotel bottle. So I'm gonna send a picture to Dakota and be like, pick which one you want. Yeah, it's all like a Kentucky bourbon, mm-hmm. like a nice American made. It's not Irish, but I figured you'd like that. Of course I will. Thank you, buddy. Sweet man. We're only almost two months late or a month late. Yeah, better late less than, than never. A month. All right. February, let's just say, dude, December is the worst time for us to do this. December, yeah. December is really bad. That's your busiest month of the year. Yeah. And Christmas and everything. And then after Christmas is Owen's birthday on the 29th. Claire's birthday is on the 6th. And then we have like an anniversary coming up. You know, it's just like, I spend so fucking much money from like mid-December till mid-February. I spend so much money on just gifts for people. But I guess they're people I actually like, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, when, when it's people you care about, then... <laughs> it's okay. I mean, can you put a price on the people you care about? Absolutely. I mean, you can. You can. I absolutely could. Put a value on anything. All right, let's get into the news desk. First story. Um, this comes out of Ottawa, Canada. World's worst McDonald's. That was quote world's worst McDonald's closes after viral brawl with raccoon over nine hundred police calls. <laughs> this is right what up a, our alley, what dude. What a fucking headline, man! The Waffle House ain't got nothing on this fucking. <laughs> All right, an infamous McDonald's restaurant is finally closing down after receiving well over a thousand calls to police uh, over criminal activity, including a violent a viral brawl where a customer unleashed a pet raccoon. <laughs> Uh, and McDonald's located in cap in Canada's capital of Ottawa will be shutting its doors for good after years of criminal complaints and debauchery taking place at the fast food joint The location dubbed as many as the world's worst, uh, has seen plenty of wild stories over the years from sexual acts taking place in its washrooms, drug deals and fights with patrons. That sounds like a Friday night at Applebee's. Yeah, to be honest. yeah I was going to say what a, it's just amazing that this one specific McDonald's has this reputation. Like, I don't know. It's just like garnered so much bad whatever that people just like go to McDonald's just to do drugs and fuck hookers or something. Have you seen that meme where it's like taken in a Chili's bathroom is like, please don't do coke in our bathroom. We're not Applebee's. Uh, as CTV uh, news reports, uh, the police were called to the then 24-hour restaurant 800 times in 2018. Jesus. Prompting concerns about ongoing criminal activity and social disorder. That's more than twice a day. Yeah. That's almost three. In 20, three. 2013, the McDonald's location went viral after a brawl between multiple customers was recorded on a cell phone. Amid the chaos and haymakers, one of the patrons even pulled out a raccoon out of his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> what the raccoon was doing was uh, getting involved in... What the raccoon was doing getting involved in such a spectacle remains a mystery. The video has been viewed nearly one million times since being first uploaded to YouTube and remains one of the craziest restaurant brawls, not including a Waffle House. (laughs) I like how they have that side note, not including Waffle House. Yeah, so there you go. If you think Waffle House is bad... There you go. Step your game up, Waffle House. All right, this is a quick one. Uh, study says men with small penises desire fast cars, and that's why we drive Hondas. I <laughs> know. Yeah. All right. Finally, a study like that everyone agrees with. Um, okay. Uh, 
third story. Uh, a second. Oh, that was the whole story, huh? Yeah, yeah I just wanted to read that headline. <laughs> okay. A second Colorado library is temporarily closed due to meth contamination. What? Yeah. So, for the second time in a month, the Colorado library has closed its doors to clean up methamphetamine contamination. Wait, you said second time in a month yeah. they've done this? Okay. Yeah. Officials in the Denver suburb of Inglewood shut down the city library last week within a couple hours of getting the test results Wednesday, showing that the contamination in the facility's restrooms exceeded state thresholds. Other spaces, such as countertops, also tested positive for lower levels of the drug and will require special cleaning, he said. The larger scale remediation work will continue uh, include removing tainted surfaces, walls, ductwork, and uh, exhaust fan equipment. So basically, what's happening is um, it's cold. So um, the homeless are going in there and doing meth. Okay, that makes in sense. In the library. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. And it's like kind of like a big deal in Colorado, apparently. Um, what, meth? No, uh, well, this problem. I was going to say meth kind of everywhere. Well, yeah, no, no, no. It's go go south. You'll I never look. understand why people do meth. There's never a positive story about There's someone really doing not. meth and then, like, this happened. It's always There's a terrible really ending. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it never works out for anybody. I mean, people can do cocaine and still do something pretty cool and, like, give it yeah. up. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Not to endorse, like, doing cocaine, but, you know, if you had to do one or the other, just You're do here first, cocaine. kids. If you're going to do a drug, If you're going to do one or the other, is all I'm saying. So did you hear about the cop in Georgia, the female cop? Oh, my God. Yeah. That, so. I saw one that said, uh, this is a great, like, Reddit comment that said, uh, she had so much of the force inside her. She's now a Jedi. <laughs> that was a great comment. So I'll recap it, you know, just in case. Uh, five officers with the Laverne Police Department are being released, and another three officers are suspended after various bouts of sexual misconduct and reportedly lying during the ensuing investigation into these claims. Um, this is, information has been gathered from uh, ooh, ooh. internal investigation by the Laverne Police Department, which com- contains explicit and graphic detail. According to the allegations made in the internal investigation hall, uh, which is uh, Megan Hall, I believe, uh, the uh, would she be like the train conductor? Like since she's like that makes sense. I think she's a conductor. She's in control, right? It's yeah, her body. She, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Give her the title. Hall engaged in a sexual relationship with uh, everybody. Maglioco, Powell, Holiday, Lugo, McGowan, and Shields. And I didn't do a good reading this job or do a good job reading this because they mentioned the officers above and I, I didn't read them out. But it was a lot. It was a yeah, lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and they were while, and, and she did all this while on duty and inside city owned property. So that's honestly probably what got her because if she just did all that like at her house, they'd be like, well, she's a freak, but not doing anything wrong, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's when you do it like. On company time or in the uniform. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Like, is what she did so bad? I mean, cops. It's a bad. I think it's because it's like an image problem. I mean, there's a lot of cops out there doing a lot worse shit. That's true. She's just trying to fuck. Everybody. Everybody. And that's all that her husband's going to stand by her, too. It's like, Mm. well, good for you, bud. You fucking cuck. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he just likes that because you wouldn't watch, like, eight guys fuck your wife and just be like, yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. Unless you're into that. Yeah. So off that, a strip club uh, offered her a uh, a job in Tennessee. <laughs> she got to cross the state line yeah. to go get a job. Yeah. yeah. Deja Vu Showgirls in Nashville um, knows Megan 26 could use a bounce back opportunity to announce this week that the club would like her to hire her to perform at, perform at its 34th anniversary party. 
Have you seen her? Yeah, she's not pretty. Yeah, you're going to have to... She, she's, like, so white. She looks like a ghost. The makeup lady's going to have a lot of work to do. Yeah. A lot of that's, work. That's another thing. People are like, yeah, this is what proves that guys really don't care. Like, if you're giving it up, like, guys will just basically do it. Like, like I don't want to sound mean, but she was, she was not pretty. She, no. she just kind of... The pictures I saw, maybe it was just, like, the lighting, but she looked like a fucking ghost. No. She was so white. She looked like a... I don't know, like an eleven-year-old boy, <laughs> just not my style. Obviously, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm not into pasty eleven-year-old boys, so I, it's a it's a no for me. She is not attractive, but she got like half the fucking force on her. Yeah, good for her. Must be good. I was gonna say, you know, she might have other qualities. I don't know. Yeah, her mouth. Yeah, something. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, what a great topic to. All right. Moving on to uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Very, very wholesome Mount Rushmore too. This was uh, suggested by listener Alex. Alex, if you're out there, we took your idea. Yeah, thanks for the idea. Yeah, um, anybody else, send them in. This is uh, the Mount Rushmore of sitcom TV dads. And we did allow for animated or obviously yeah, which live I found action, out real life. 10 minutes ago. Well, So I did add one. Okay. We actually probably, I might actually have to bump. I don't, yeah, you know you what? You can have five. You can have five. No, there's not five people on Mount Rushmore. Well, there could be. Yeah, they did a whole construction project and blew up all that granite. Well, we're good at wasting money, so why not? All right, just, I'm going to switch out this one. Okay. It was an easy fix for me. So we'll alternate. So my first one, Carl Winslow, God Family damn it, Matters. That was my first one. <laughs> all right, what's your what's your first one? It was Carl Winslow. I put Chicago PD, good father dad. of three, and he put up with Urkel. That's right. Man's a fucking saint. He's a Great I also put on here, too, this is, like, just to start off, that we are a uh, TGIF generation, and I feel like this really reflected our oh, list. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I grew up, thank God it's Friday, yeah. watching all the yep. watching all the shows. And really, if you think about it, it kind of, like, molded us to the dads we are. Because, you know, you're a good dad. I like to think I'm a good dad. Yeah. Like, and my dad was a good dad, but my guy had my dad had more of a temper with me and yeah. would known to, like, not, like, physically hurt me but put hands if he had to on no, me he wasn't afraid yeah and i was like i just don't see me like physically like doing that to my kid it's a generational thing and i feel like these shows really kind of like showed us how to be like a more loving dad which i'm not gonna try to shit on my dad i love my dad he's the best but yeah my dad could lose his temper really quick and just take that belt off in like one motion yep. and it was game on and you heard that i i can still hear sounds of belts coming out of belt oh, loops my dad used to get it Double it over and, and then snap pop it. it, snap it, yeah. pop it, and just, just intimidate me. It's yeah. like psychological warfare. Psychological warfare. He would like walk in the door and just be popping it, and I'd just be like, fuck, no. <laughs> Start clenching my cheeks already. Yep. yep. All right, you go. Okay. Because um, I'm sure you're going to steal one one or two of mine. Uh, well, man, I really felt good about Carl Winslow. All right, I'm going to bump so this is, bump down, so I'm going to move up. this one up is um, Hank Hill. From King of the Hill. That's a good one. Uh, I, I I can watch that show any day of the mm-hmm. week. And truly, I, wa- I went through a good binge after Owen was born. And the way he raised Bobby and, like, treated him, I really feel like that's, like, the dad we should all aspire to be. Like, he only wanted what's best for his family. He went to work every day, hung out with his neighborhood and friends, never got into real shit unless it was just, like, neighborhood shenanigans. And Bobby was not an easy boy to raise. Oh, not at all. And, Bobby you know, could be the worst sometimes, in and the he, best way. But. Yeah, and, you know, like, he didn't turn out like Hank wanted, obviously. Hank wanted a football player, stud, quarterback. But he loved him no matter what. But he loved what. him no matter what. Yeah. And the man know, knows how to cook a steak. Yeah. yeah. With propane gas. That's right. Medium rare. 
Every time. Firm with a little give. <laughs> All right. You so, know they're doing a reboot, too. Are with, they uh, really? With Bobby being like, it's like, I guess, current time. So Bobby's probably like our age. I hope it's better than the last reboot I tried to watch. What was that? I'll get to it in my TV. Okay. All right. Uh, my second one is Philip Banks, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yep. Honorable Uncle Phil, man. Uncle Phil. Yeah, that's that's really his Uncle Phil. It's but Uncle he was Phil. the father. He was the father figure. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was stern when he had to. He was loving. He was always there. He was a judge. He was a great man. He yeah. took He took Will in and raised him no different than Carlton. Got Will off the streets. So, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil's a really good one. Yeah, rest in peace. He did pass Didn't away. He just looked like the perfect guy to like snuggle up with oh. next to next to a fire and like like that sweet ass sweater he'd always wear. He he would have like the best sweaters. And just, I just like he big just looks so comfortable. Bear. Yeah, literally, like I could just snuggle up to that guy right now. Yeah, and fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Before it gets too weird, maybe I have a crush on Uncle Phil. Um, okay, I got one. Phil Dunphy, Modern Family. Damn it. Dude, I, I put on here, I went through a huge Modern Family run. Dude, Modern Family's fucking great. It, dude, I swear I watched like the first nine seasons in like six months. Like, I, cause that's so when we had a Dish Network and it was easy to record stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I seriously just recorded every episode and I went episode by episode. I Sometimes I'd watch four or five in a day because mm-hmm. that was before kids, right? So when it's just you and your wife at the time and Claire's always been like, I'm going to go to sleep at like nine o'clock. And I'm like, okay, well, I got three hours to kill because I can't go to sleep until... Closer to midnight most nights. I'm just laying around watching something or reading. Yep. So I just went through a huge run of that. And um, I like, as I put on here, I like to think I had to, I model myself after. Like the cool dad. Comic relief. Comic like, relief. Like funny easy dad. going. And dude, his wife's name was Claire and she was fucking hot. I had yeah. a crush on his wife. Like more, I was going to say more than Sophia Vergara, but she is really nice. But I don't know, dude. I really had a crush on Claire. Claire I, if, I was, yeah. if I was enough of a stud, like, hey, you get to pick. Take Claire, dude. She was in Happy Gilmore. That was her, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, she was smoking. And show. she looks like she aged perfectly. She did. That that's was like thirty. That was twenty something years ago. That's she what stress-free so living and money does for you. Yeah, I'm sure she had like all the treatment and never had yeah. a care in the world. But yeah, she looks she looks fantastic. All right, so my third one, Red Foreman. God damn it, that's my last one. Seventy show. Fuck. I mean, who wouldn't? I Red, probably like your dad. Yeah. You know, stern. Same generation. Manly man would put a foot in your ass. That's what he would always say. Yeah. Put a foot in your yeah. Ass. <laughs> you know, Red Foreman, man. Well, I put on here, he was the, in my opinion, he was the perfect cast for that show. Oh, yeah. Because he's been in a lot of other stuff before yeah. and since, mm-hmm. but he will always be Red Foreman. Oh, yeah. And I also put that, um, I, I'm pretty sure I watched every episode of that with, with my dad because my, that was our oh, dad's generation that was, was yeah. 70s. So my dad really liked that show. And my dad was not the kind of guy to like, either watch TV or watch movies, but that was the one thing we'd always watch together. That's cool. So, that made it even better. Yeah, so, and they have a new, uh, is that the reveal you're talking about? Shit. Yeah. Okay, well, that was, damn, man, you had two of mine. All right, I'm on honorable mentions. All right. You want me to go and just, I think I only had two, so I'll just do mine real quick. One I had to bump down to move up Hank Hill, and that was Dan Connor from Roseanne. That was Lauren's, like, it, main dude. I put on there that I, that was a show I watched with my mom growing up, and it actually reminded me of my dad. Mm. But, I don't know. He he was a good guy. It was like the everyday man. You know, he went yeah. to work. He came home. He cracked by. a beer and yeah. ate dinner at the table. And I was like, man, that's kind of like what I do now. So I don't know. It's just it's just more relatable. That was just like a blue collar kind of family. Yeah. So that was kind of like me, my family growing up and now. So like I said, relatable. And uh, last one, just because it was 
kind of iconic is uh, Danny Tanner from Full House. Okay. It's hard yeah. not to include yeah. a list. Oh, man. Last one. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. All right, you're stealing all <laughs> Okay, my... I'm done. I'm done. So Phil, <laughs> so Phil Dunphy was my last, my last Mount Rushmore. And then I had Homer Simpson, Al Bundy, Danny Taylor, and or Danny Tanner and Tim Taylor. So Tim was, the Tool Man. Tim the Tool Man. Got to say the whole name. Yeah. So that was yeah. So I, I figured we'd have have quite a few of the same ones. That's like half the list was about yeah. the same. Yeah. Well, like I say, we're both two fantastic dads with great taste. So that's right. That's what happens. All right. Do you have a hill to die on? I do. Um, so this one obviously comes back from months ago. Um, but that is Christmas decorations mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving should be outlawed. I agree. With I that. am the guy that says December 1st minimum. Claire wants to put everything out before Thanksgiving. And I, I really put my foot down, right? But I was like, you can't just jump a holiday for your preference of your favorite holiday. So it was like the two days after Thanksgiving, she, we put stuff out. And then the first week of, of December, we put the tree out. But I was like, yeah, I'm not putting stuff out. You know, I remember there was people day after Halloween were taking on Halloween Halloween decorations and putting up giant inflatable That's reindeers. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I just, See, it just I gets do, in my nerves when people want to skip holidays just to get to that one. I can do Thanksgiving night, you know. Yeah, the day, day after. after. Once yeah. Thanksgiving's over, that's the next holiday up, that's fine. Like Black Friday, I'm cool with. Yeah. Because Christmas what, is my favorite holiday. And that's when I would always help my dad put up stuff because we would be off for a few days. And yeah. he'd be like, hey, I don't know, for some reason it always seems like the weekend after Thanksgiving is always fucking freezing cold. Right. So my dad's like, we're going to put this up today, like Friday, because it's going to be cold this weekend and I'm not going to be on a fucking ladder all weekend. So that was what we did growing up. So yeah. I was like, once Thanksgiving's over, do whatever you want. Just don't skip holidays. Right. All right. My oh, home. wait. I had one more. And that is just um, casinos should be legal in Texas because it would do nothing but create money for the state of Texas. Totally agree. We always talk about that at work. Like, I try to, I gamble all the time on sports. And I was like, I just want to lay bets down. I want to go sit at a table. Mm-hmm. What harm would it do for the state of Texas? Imagine watching Sunday all day football on a sports book, just drinking beer. I would love to. I want to. Find, I need to find out if they do that in Oklahoma at any of the places, because or even Shreveport. They might. In I'll, Shreveport. Go, I'll go lay a bit. I just want to go and like before the season starts, be like you know, hundred dollars down on this. I think it's Vegas. It's like the only place. I'd, they had that market don't quote fucking me. cornered if they do. Don't quote me on that. But I don't know. Remember they proposed that la- uh, probably a couple years ago. Yeah. The four in Texas. Yep. What harm would it bring other than people thinking that it breeds like? I don't know. You know, it's like when alcohol sales. Oh, we're going to have all these bad people around. Where, well, they're already there. Yeah. And what, what they said was is every year Texans go to other states and spend billions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. And just give money to other states. If we just kept it here, I don't know. It just always infuriated me because it's more like a morality thing. Like, oh, I don't want people spending money and, you know, forming habits. And it's like, well, it doesn't fucking affect you. What, what do you matter if I become a degenerate and doesn't I ruin matter. my family? Yeah. I might hit it big. Yeah. Who knows? Then you won't ever have to deal with me. Yeah, and then I'll fucking move. Yeah. So my hill to die on, and it's probably going to be controversial. I know it is because I brought it up to other people. Oh, man. Unfrosted Pop-Tarts are way better than frosted Pop-Tarts. Child, please. No. No. You know who agree with you is my little sister. That little psycho has always bought unfrosted, and she swears by them. They're the best. And, you know, I used to think, I thought maybe for a second, like, Cause I'm getting older and I don't like stuff as sweet now. <laughs> like I can't do like regular sweet tea at like Chick Fil A or. Ooh, I got canes like, the other day and I canes. had their tea. That was good. I gotta have half and half. 
or like I don't like really sweet like candies or anything. I can only do it on a rare occurrence, and it seems like when I go to a chicken place, right? That's yeah. where you get it's the chicken and tea. tea. It's yeah, chicken and I get tea. like chicken express. We had that the other. Yeah, I don't know, like a week or two ago, and I I got sweet tea because they, they just go together. Chicken express, in my opinion, is pretty good. I know a lot of people hate on it. I go to the one down at the other end of town. Um, Close toward to Red Red Oak. Oak. Yeah, that one's just much. The quality is really better. See, this one misses all the time. I don't know. I just get. I, I'm basic though, man. I just get like spicy chicken tenders. Yeah, I get tenders. You an okra fan? Oh yeah, I fucking love. I like okra. the corn nuggets. That's too. what Claire gets, yeah. and I'm an okra boy. I'm a biscuit boy, and, roll. and she's a roll girl. I like rolls. See, yeah, but we so, differ on all of that, but we both get spicy chicken. And I don't know, man. I fucking like it. And they got that. I think it's called serendipity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I heard they took that away though. <laughs> Not at me. I got so much. I just get <laughs> handfuls when I'm there. I'm like, can I get as much as you can give me? And I keep. I put it on my pizza and stuff. Oh yeah. But it's so, so much better than like Canes or I don't know. Cane to me is just bland as fuck now. I like Canes. I can't get down on Canes. We we went because it was um something with Elizabeth School. You know they do all these yeah. weird stuff. It's mm-hmm. like oh when you go there, mention the school and they get ten percent of the proceeds. I guess I just told some guys like hey I'm here from Marvin and he goes okay he didn't press a button or write anything <laughs> down. I was like all right well I fucking told you so did my part. Right, here's my money to get my food. So, yeah, unfrosted Pop-Tarts are way better. And you know what's weird? Because I said my sister's the same way. She likes that. And we looked. And did you know there's less calories? On the frosted? On the frosted. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't so, make sense because you think it's just like a sugary glaze. And But it's just not. It's fake and doesn't taste like shit. I don't know. What's your favorite Pop-Tart? Strawberry. Though? See, I will, till the day I die, hill I'll die on right here, cherry. Mm. It's the best. Actually, blueberries are only other acceptable answers. So you're wrong. <laughs> I didn't know you're like the top dog when it comes to pop tarts. You know, no, I don't hardly eat them anymore. But Lauren, there was a box in the house here this last week, and I leave so early, and I don't leave myself enough time to eat, so oh, I just grabbed have, it and I'm just I, like popped them in the in the toaster while I was getting ready, and then grabbed them on the way out, and I was like, you know what, would be better a fucking unfrosted pop tart right now. But that's, that's my hill to die on. I don't need enough breakfast, man, since we're talking about it. Yeah. I'll be lucky. You know you know what I really like for breakfast, but it's hard to eat in public? A banana. I just feel awkward eating them. Not that I'm, like, you, showing off my skills or anything. Pinch it off. Well, I just feel like it's, I'm not, like, you know, gagging on the thing. <laughs> but I got, like, buddies I work with. And I feel like they're just looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing eating a banana? Because no. I got to walk in, and, like, I either have it literally in my pocket, which is weird, or I put it, like... I don't know. I just want to walk in carrying a fucking banana and look like Andy Griffith walking into school. <laughs> you know, and that really, you can't eat popsicles, corn dogs, hot dogs. All that falls into that questionable territory. <laughs> I saw a, I guess it was a meme of a guy who's like, how you eat a popsicle in a room full of your friends? And he's holding it and he's got a knife and he's like slicing off piece mm-hmm. by piece and just taking off like little slices like that. Yeah. That's I don't know, man. But a banana with coffee, though, is fantastic. Have you ever had banana in your cereal? Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm from the South, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have you ever had Some a peanut people. butter and banana sandwich? They're delicious. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking fantastic. Banana's underrated. Yeah. I'm telling you. Banana's very good. But I'll say this, too, since we're all talking about bananas now. Oh, fuck. Wait, banana runs. Fuck you. I know, you're, playing. Fucking I know you're going somewhere with that. What I was going to say is, though, is if you just have anything banana, right, like a smoothie, banana is the most dominant mm-hmm. flavor I, 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 cause before, um, I would put my banana in, like, I have like, you know, a little tote for lunch and I had like a sandwich in there, like a turkey ham and whatever sandwich. And I had a banana just sitting on top of it until I got to work, took it off. 
hours later I ate that sandwich. It tastes like a fucking banana sandwich just because it had sit on it for like Gross. 20 minutes. It was so weird. It wasn't peeled or it anything. It permeated it just, through the bag yeah, I was and like, the it, bread. It, it, it was like in one of those, it wasn't even a Ziploc bag. It was like a Tupperware. Yeah. And I was like, it like invaded the whole Tupperware and it just tastes like straight bananas now. Speaking of smoothies, I got more in one of those like ninja like oh, it was blenders. Nice. Yeah. We've been having so many fucking smoothies. Smoothies are and they're delicious, good. man. And they're good. They're not good for you. What? Smoothies? No. Yeah, no. they are. It's just no. fruit. What are you talking yeah. about? I don't know. Are you Hold breaking on. news right now? What do you mean a smoothie's not good for you? I read somewhere like the difference in eating your like eating your fruit and drinking a fruit. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You're still digesting fruit. Though, I don't right? know, man. Something happens when you break it down into a liquid. Oh, shut up. I swear, dude. It I was don't like peer reviewed and everything. Where'd you read that from the the onion or the, what's it called? Like the Babylon? Not the onion. No, there's something else. Like the Babylon Bee. That's like more something fake like news. That. I don't know. That sounds like a bogus story. I don't know. They're good, though. They're fucking them. delicious. Didn't y'all have a juicer I'm supposed to give to somebody? To Kimberly? Yeah. Yeah, we totally forgot about that last time. I did, time. too. I just yeah, remembered. Fuck it. Um, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? Pick your poison. Oh, okay. Jingle the cup. Give us a good one. Oh, seems like this segment's really hit or miss. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn or know now everything? I don't feel like I'm going to learn much more. Like, I feel like I'm pretty much tapped out. Like, I'm kind of retarded. So, I'm going back to five with everything I know yeah, now. Yeah, who wouldn't? If I went back to five, man, there's so much you could focus on and, like, actually give a shit about school yeah. or... I feel like if I was going to play sports, I should really just focus on, like, being a punter and mm-hmm. just zero in on that. Yeah. Nah, kicker's too much pressure. I'm not going to get the yips. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I was like, I had a buddy growing up that was, like, dead set on being a punter. And, like, he was right. I mean, obviously he didn't make it. But he's like, man, you can go. You can get a college scholarship. You know, if you get and make the NFL, you make, like, a million dollars a year. It's like, you, if you get hit, it's like a penalty. And I was like, there's no pressure. I was like, God damn it, Justin, you're really onto something here. Like, I would love to go back and just – like, I'm not good enough to play other sports, but you know what? I just work out this one fucking leg. Yeah, I would just – and we were watching something the other day, and, and there was maybe, like, high school kids or something. I was like, man, I would do shit so much differently. Like, I would actually try in high school. That's what I'm saying. I, I fucked around too much with, like, friends and just – Being a dumbass. Yeah. You want one more? Yeah, let's get one more. Would you rather have a horrible job but be able to retire comfortably in 10 years or have your dream job – but have to work till the day you die. Give me ten years, dude. Man. Why? That's like these... a prison. I'd rather do ten years. We've got to revamp this. We got to come up with different scenarios. Because it's the first one every time. Is give it me, really? Give me ten. Give me. I would rather be in prison for ten years. Well, I don't know. I'd probably get raped. But if I could retire, you if I could come out comfortably, like, oh, here's a hundred million dollars. Okay, I'll just, you know, give me my ten years. I'll tough it out. A whore. I mean. Lots of people have horrible jobs already, but yeah. they still can't retire in 10 and years. And they do so, it yeah. for like 40000 a year. Yeah, I was going to say, like, terrible job and lucky to take home yeah. forty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah, 10, year, uh, oh, 10 years and you're out? Absolutely. We, we got to revamp this. Okay. okay. Well, we tried. So, I texted you earlier today. Yep. I saw this on TikTok. It's kind of a viral trend now. Oh, really? I was so, wondering where you got it. And I've got a couple other viral TikTok trends that we need to try that are not cringy. Um, so I asked you, what is the best four movie run by director in your opinion? Okay, 
I, I had to look it up, obviously. Obviously. That's why um, I just didn't want to hit you with it. I came up with two. Okay. The first one, Stanley Kubrick, starting in 1962 with Lolita, which is a very controversial movie. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's, you know, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's still obviously a good movie. But after that, um, 64, he made Dr. Strangelove, which is a really great movie. 68, 2001, A Space Odyssey, which might be my favorite movie of his. 71 was A Clockwork Orange. 75 was Buried Linden. 80, The Shining. So I'm gonna just, he just kept rolling out. 87 was Full Metal Jacket, and then 99 was Eyed Wide Shut. So really starting with Lolita until the day he died, he didn't make, he didn't make any more movies. So he had like movies. a seven-movie run. Yeah, and I got somebody else who had about a 15-movie. There's a couple in there. One of them I've never never seen. But all the other ones, dude, this has to be a lot of people's answers. This has to be Steven Spielberg. Did he not get a lot of love? He did. I mean, I didn't watch too many of them. But, but you probably heard of most of these. Yeah. So starting in 75, he made Jaws. Close I mean, and Spielberg, I mean, he's I, made some of the biggest movies ever. And I told Claire this the other day because we watched a movie. I'll get to you later. But I think Spielberg and James Cameron make the most enjoyable movies, in my opinion. They're the best. They're not, I wouldn't say they're the best filmmakers, the best directors, but they most make the most enjoyable. Like, you can watch any of those movies, and they just take you somewhere else. That's what a movie should do, you know, to like a whole other world or to another time. And it's just, I don't know, and, to me, it's just special. They're, tell me if I'm wrong, directors. but Spielberg seems like he has a wide range. Oh, yeah, like you he can, can tell do, from this list. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he do? No, he didn't. Go ahead. 75 was Jaws, and then I won't tell you the years, but this was all within like 25 years because he really didn't make a bad movie. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Time, Third Kind, 1971, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Temple of Doom, The Color Purple, Empire of the Sun, Always, which I've never, I've never seen that, never even heard of that really. Um, Last Crusade, so that was the Indiana Jones trilogy mm-hmm. right there, and then he made Hook. So then it was the '90s: Hook, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, uh, Jurassic Park Two, Amadeus, Saving Private Ryan. Now we're into the 2000s: Artificial Intelligence and Minority Report, which might be my, like my dark horse favorite Spielberg movie. Actually, I, I was a huge fan so of Minority Report. He did have Report. huge range. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He made war movies. He made alien movies. movies. He made multiple alien movies. Saving Private Ryan's regarded as one of the greatest World War II movies of all time. Kid movies with like E.T. and um, Raiders of the or uh, Indiana Jones, just like a great, probably like the most hook. Hook, yeah. I was say Indiana Jones, in my opinion, is like the greatest action adventure. It's more of an adventure, yeah, because it's just like you know, it has like fucking Nazis, and then you go to Temple of Doom, might be like my favorite because I watched that one the most growing up. Guy ripping out hearts, and then. You know, Last Crusade, you got Sean Connery. It's like such a good trilogy. But that guy really made 25 years without making it. And then he made lots of movies after that that were really good. But Yeah, so I saw that on TikTok, and I was like, man, Andrew, that's right up his alley. So some of the other ones, it's like um, it gives you a list of like 32 quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. and you have to pick one from each team randomly as they pop up, and you have to get like a million passing yards. Total, hmm. or I forget what the number. Maybe five hundred thousand. It may be a million for the quarterback yard passing yards. And it's so, how many quarterbacks? Thirty two. So it's like there's like a little uh, randomizer of with like all the teams, and one will pop up. It'll be like the Bears, and so you would put uh, Jim McMahon. Yeah, and, it, and so you'd write Bears is a tough one because you know they're one of the only teams that ever had like a five. four. Four or five, four thousand yard, yard passer. passer in their team so history. So you'd write down McMahon, and then it would randomize another team for you. It'd be like the Cowboys, so you could pick 
Troy Aikman. So you'd get you you know get his total yards, and then it'd be like the Chargers. You could put Drew Phillip Brees, oh, Philip Rivers, or Philip Rivers. But if you get the same team twice, as long as he played for that team, you can count it. So even though Drew, wait, I would get Drew Brees' entire career numbers or? for the Chargers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Philip yeah. Rivers. As long as they played for that team, you could use them in a in, for the team that was picked for that period of time. No, for his entire career. So like Brett Favre, if you got the Falcons, you pick, pick Brett Favre. And have his whole, they count their, his. Oh, well, yeah, then I would say Drew Brees for the Chargers. Yeah, so that, and they do it for running backs. It's like, get, I think it was maybe 100,000 yards and you get like 12 running backs. Their I can, career I can, yards. I can do that. So I'll show you like when we get off air and then we'll, we'll rig something up for next time where we do a challenge. Oh, like an on air challenge? Yeah. Oh, I can do that. I'll just randomize some teams and we'll have to come up with like, and they do different categories. It's like, 15 wide receivers for, I don't know, like, I don't know, like 5,000 catches. So, randomizes the team. Ooh, if you could get the Raiders twice, you'd get Rice and Moss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that, so that's how it works. That'd be a good one. So, they set the number, the total number, pretty high, but it's attainable based on the position, how many slots they give you, and, of course, the luck of the teams that you draw. I don't know if I did a good job explaining that, but I'll show no, you. I, I, I've seen the randomizer you're talking about. So yeah. once a team pops up, you pick that player and, and then accumulate. Yeah, so I think the quarterbacks was like 1 million passing yards um, for 32 quarterback, thirty two slots. So That'd be tough, though. I saw one dude did it. He got, like, the Bears four times. I think he was down to picking, like, Rex Grossman. <laughs> I was going like to say the, the Bears literally one. would be the yeah. worst team for a quarterback. Yeah, so. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. That'd be a decent one. Yeah. And another guy ended up having to pick J- Justin Fields, you know, because yeah. he got the Bears like four times. So it's yeah. like they're just trying to mess with you, right. giving you the Bears. Yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't give you like the Patriots so they can, you can pick Tom Brady. But yeah. So we'll have to do something like that. But yeah, I thought that that uh, little TikTok trend was right up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. I just came home and I was taking a shit, thought about you. So Thanks, man. I looked up and I looked only. I really only looked up like three directors, and you I was already like, knew. I kind of "Yeah," because I looked up uh, James Cameron, I'm a huge James Cameron fan. But The Abyss was in there, like right in the middle. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good movie, but I'm not the biggest fan of The Abyss. And uh, Scorsese's made, you know, he kind of not like made duds, but just I don't know, not enough to be like straight bangers. Yeah. So Quentin Tarantino could obviously be on the list yeah. too. But yeah, cool. All right. Always down to talk about movies. All right, so let's move on to sports. Um, we got a big, NFL, we got a big NFL playoff weekend this weekend. Yep. So um, let's talk about the other matchups, and then we'll save Cowboys for for last in their matchup. So Saturday, I think we have. Do me give the times. Yeah, you yeah, since you haven't written them down, wrote them it's, down. Um, Saturday is the three thirty game is Jacksonville at Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City's favored by nine and a half. That's fair. Yeah. That's I, fair. And I put and with my score, I'll just say um, they cover that spread, according yeah. to my prediction. Yeah. I tried to make a bet with my friend um, for Jacksonville plus nine and a half, which is the point spread. He He's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I don't mean that, but he is. But he'll always be like, oh, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the overdog, and um, you don't get any points. It's like, why the fuck would I ever pick the underdog? That's the point that has, of picking underdogs is I get points. That has, but he's like, no, that's not fair. That's not how that works, bud. Yeah, he, he gets so – because, I, I mean, he's lost a few bets to me, but I've lost some to him too. But he's like, you always take the underdog and you always get points. But I'm like, bro, I go on the website and I show you what Vegas says the point – I'm not just making this spread up. I was right. like, this is what the point spread is. 
And I was like, that's the point. That's the incentive to taking underdogs. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then everyone Nobody would, would bet the favorite. Yeah. I was like, that's the point is I get points yeah. to bet the underdog. Because yeah. um, I tried to get them with um, the Bengals. I feel, I'll just say I feel confident Cincinnati is going to beat Buffalo. And the point spread's five and a half. And I said, I just texted him. I was like, uh, Cincinnati plus five and a half. And he just said, no. I said, okay, Cincinnati plus three and a half. And he said, no. And I just texted back, asshole. I said, okay, Cincinnati straight up. And he goes, bet. Like, oh you God. fucking dick. Okay, I guess we'll bet straight up. All right, so I – Kansas City's defense isn't great. Yeah. I could see if Trevor Lawrence plays the entire game like he played the second half, maybe them having a shot. But I just think Patty Mahomes is going to be too much. And then – uh, Trevor Lawrence dumped a just a shitload of fire or gasoline on the fire by saying that he doesn't think that it would be too much louder in KC than their home stadium. Oh, what an idiot. Kansas yeah. City's like known for getting rowdy. They, I saw this clip and it was like back in the 80s, late 80s, maybe early 90s when Elway was there, but it was a playoff game and they actually announced for the crowd to calm down, to quiet down, or they were going to assess a penalty to Kansas City. Can they do that? Don't know. It was it was that raucous. It was that, that rowdy. Wow. I believe it, too. They so, are. They're one of, like, probably the top three or four. Well, it's the loudest stadium. It was, like, some crazy number, like 130 decibels or oh, some I thought, shit. I thought Seattle, maybe. No, it's Kansas City. Well, good for them. Then, yeah. And let's be honest, man. Jacksonville's not the most rabid fan no. base. They're probably, like, ranked in the bottom, They're like, going five. To They're going to London. I mean, yeah, I could see that. Like, that 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 owner. Um, con. Well, yeah. But it's felt different. He's, like, I don't even know what nationality is. but he's, I don't know. He looks, he looks like a Bollywood like movie star mm-hmm. mogul. Yeah, which they, isn't a bad thing. I mean, actually, he's got about, his own style. Uh, I watched another video on how they're kind of trying to test the waters and set up a whole European division with four teams. I, yeah, well, to like, begin with that, I heard that all the games there's going to be like hot, hot spurs, or is it just hot spur? Is there an S Tottenham, on the Tottenham Hotspur. It's Hotspur. Yeah. They're going to host two games, and there's going to be a game in Germany and somewhere else. Berlin, but they're, yeah. They're really pushing that. So, yeah, I could so see So, they that. could have four teams eventually, like, have a whole division over there. Those are going to have to be expansion teams, right? They're not moving. I don't know. I could see them moving Jacksonville, but I don't think they're going to pry, pry away three more from them. I don't know how it would work. No, they didn't I go into all that, and it could have been just a clickbaity video that I fell for. But No, I could see that, but it's going to have to be, like, you're your own franchise, like we're starting up. But then, how is that going to happen? They're going to have an expansion draft. I have no clue, man. That's how you know. I'm like, trying to remember what happened with um with well, Houston. Yeah. I mean, that's how like MLS does it. Like, yeah, and this hockey. Year, like you know, this the year, crack it. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the Golden Knights got so fucking yeah. good year one. They got like a good team. Yeah. On their first year, and they made that. Stanley I just don't Cup think run. you can do it. Just because I don't think you can add three more teams because there's already so much parity. And the talent is... That's going to stretch the talent. Yeah, yeah thin, like I the, mean, it, I don't see how you do it, to be honest, without hurting your product. Yeah, you're right. But back to the game, I, I think Kansas City wins. Kansas um, City covers the spread? Yeah. They went straight up? Yeah, I think yeah, they I win could, by I like 17. I, do you have a final prediction? No, I didn't I write had, down um, any finals. I it, I mean, these are, I just wrote these down real quick. I had Kansas City 35-24. Because I think they can put up points. Uh, Jacksonville can, but they're not going to be able to keep up. They're gonna, it's going to be a two-score game. Yeah, I got 31-14. Something like that. Yeah. 34 14, something uh, like that. Next game, we have, let me make sure I got the right button here. The New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Yeah. And that's at 7.15 on a Saturday. Philadelphia is favored by 7.5. And, and I had the New York football giants beating them 27-24 because I'm a motherfucking hater. I've, I could see. And it's realistic. I can totally see that because the Giants are a different team than when they got blown out, you know, a month and a half ago or whenever they played last. I think Jalen Hurts is more hurt than they lead on. Yeah. Danny Dimes is playing like Danny Dimes instead of okay. Daniel Jones. So um, I, I'm always kind of been like a Daniel Jones like supporter. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious as what he's going to do this offseason. I don't think he's 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 not going to get paid like paid paid, but he's going to get like. I don't know, like not like David Carr money because they overpaid him, but who's like the next tier down? That's I don't know, twenty five a year, five years, twenty five, thirty a year. Like I think they could invest in him as long as you don't break the bank and you can still build a roster. Would you let him walk? Considering where they're picking, no. I mean, because what are you gonna do? That's what I'm saying. It's so hard to find like a good quarterback. That's when people are like, "Oh, Dak sucks." They're gonna okay. bring in. Yeah, then what's bring in Derek Carr? Yeah, then what's the backup plan? Yeah, Derek Carr is the next best option. I mean, there are some guys out there. You're gonna you want to Minshew? Who else is available? Um, I mean, Baker, Sam Darnold, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, what is San Fran gonna do? Are they gonna let go Lance? Are they gonna <laughs> let go Garoppolo? You know, what are they gonna do? What a spoil of riches! I bet they feel like fucking idiots for trading everything for Trey Lance, and then they got Brock Purdy with the last pick of the draft, and he's playing pretty fucking good. Uh, well, I'll talk about Brock Purdy. Because I watched a lot of Big 12 football, and so I like... Wasn't that Iowa State? Mm-hmm, I watched some Brock Purdy, so I don't know. Well, don't uh, tell, just don't tell me that he's pretty good, because no, I've been hearing that for fucking no. forever. That's annoying. Um, I could see... I could totally see it going either way. I could see the Giants winning, and I could see Philly yeah. just stomping a fucking hole in them. I mean, Philly's got a great roster, I'm not going to lie, but I think, like you said, Jalen Hurts is more hurt than he is, mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe they just got a little big-headed being the number one seed, and sometimes being the number one seed is not good for your team. Um, regardless, like you said, I could see either team winning it. I just I don't see Philadelphia covering the spread, so I would take New York plus seven and a half if I could yeah. get that. Hey, what are you thinking? It's like a three-point game? I think it's 24, 21, or even a seven point game, seven yeah. point game. I would still win that bet. Yeah. So I think it's seven points or less. Oh, and like we said before, I heard the stat today that New York Giants have won the last six matchups in the playoffs when they face the number one seed. Yeah. Philadelphia is the one seed. Well, so there you go. So it's official. Yeah. There you New go. York moving on. You know, if they can get Saquon going. Um, they don't have shit for wide receivers. But I was gonna say, man, that wide receiver group so like unknown. If they can get Saquon going and and Daniel Jones can make plays with his legs, I mean, I give him a puncher's chance. I mean, Philadelphia obviously has the more talented roster, like top to bottom. They have a tremendous line on both sides. But we got to see. There's got to be an upset coming at some point. Yeah, this that's the other it. thing. This might be the upset this that we're expecting. It. So uh, Sunday, Sunday weird times too. I don't know why, but it's Cincinnati at Buffalo at two o'clock. Buffalo's favored by five and a half. This one's really tough. I could again, I could see it going either way. Josh Allen did not look the greatest last week. Buffalo mm-hmm. didn't look the greatest last Buffalo week. Buffalo really hasn't looked good in a while. Yeah, so there was so much hype around them. Like, oh, book it, like Buffalo to the Super Bowl, as if everyone forgot about not only Kansas City but Cincinnati, who was there last year. And that's why I, was, I don't know, man. I, I that game where Hamlin got so hurt, which obviously. Great that he's doing fine. But Cincinnati, I feel like, was going to win that game. Yeah. And um, what else was I saying? Oh, and then Buffalo last week against Miami just didn't look good. Damn near lost. No. Which you could say the same about going back to Cincinnati. The, 
damn near lost to Baltimore. Going but. back to that game, did you see the big controversy where they're showing Mike McDaniels fucking vaping on the sideline during the game? No did way. Did you not see that? No. Yeah, dude. Like, he puts his hand up to his, like, mouth, and he you see him, like, suck in, and he kind of turns his head. Can I ask what the controversy is? That he's actually vaping on the sideline. It's not controversy, I guess, but uh, people are say, questioning. I'm sure... You baseball players have a huge fucking dip in their mouth and spit all over the place. Well, and Jim Leland used to just fucking blow darts in the fucking Yeah, dugout. I was going to say, he's trying to be discreet. He's outside. Like yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the internet caught him like taking oh, a hit. Give the guy a break. I want to see that guy in person. He looks like he's five foot four, like 117 no, he, pounds. No, he played high school football. Okay, well. He was. Air no, Bud he, was on the basketball team. That doesn't mean anything. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> But he, just, he just looks. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's surrounded by giant fucking. We would men. look five four. Yeah, next I remember. To these guys. I remember Steve Nash playing basketball, and I was like, he is so little. And it's like Dude, no, he's, he's like six three. He's six four. He's just surrounded by much bigger guys. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, I'm about Steve Nash's size. No, uh, no, I'm not. He's a fucking giant. Yeah, he's just surrounded by bigger giants. So yeah, maybe that's it. All right, so yeah, um, I've got. I'll take Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati straight up. I put 31-28. I don't but, know why. Uh, the only thing that sucks about Cincinnati is they're really fucking hurt on the O-line, mm-hmm. and that can obviously hurt them. But I don't know, man. They got great weapons. Um, don't mo- don't know much about their defense. I've always been a Logan Wilson fan. I'm just that middle linebacker, gritty mm-hmm. guy from, like, I think he's from Wyoming. Yeah. Like, how are you not going to root for that guy from Wyoming? But um, I wouldn't mind. I think they have the better quarterback. They got the better receiver. Well, I don't know. That's Those are both hot takes. They're on par with quarterback, and they're on par with the receivers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying it's just equal across the board, and, yeah, give me Cincinnati. I, I would like to see – I wouldn't mind seeing Buffalo win and then setting up a Kansas City-Buffalo rematch from yeah. like last year, that, that fucking crazy game. But I don't know, man. I really feel like the three three teams right now could make it to the Super Bowl of the AFC, and yeah. Jacksonville is just kind of like We're along for the ride. Here, yeah, dude. just happy to be here along for the ride. Good for them, though, for real. For Trevor Lawrence to, you know, already have that first playoff win and to really progress his team under Doug Marone. See what happens when you don't have to deal with fucking Urban Meyer. That's another thing. When we finish this last one, we got to talk about um, who do you think is going to be coach of the year? Because I think that's the most fascinating award of the year this year because I think it can be like eight different people. Yeah, I agree. It can be Doug Marone. It could be uh, Pete Carroll. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. and, And it could be... Obviously, you look at the people with the best records, but I'm looking at people who just exceeded expectations. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell would be a great one. There's so many guys that either barely made the playoffs or didn't make the playoffs that have a great argument for being coach of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I guess we just talked about it. I think it could be, I'd like to see Doug Marone, Dan Campbell, someone like that. I mean, you could give it to Nick Sirianni, and I get it, you know, best record. Mm-hmm. For the while, the guy at the Vikings, I think got Kevin O'Connor or something. Yeah. There's just all there was seriously like I sat down one time I was like there's like ten fucking guys that could win this award and I don't know I don't know I kind of think it's probably gonna be give it to Dan Campbell uh, dude that would be so awesome I fucking love that guy so much I was and I'm so glad I jumped on that bandwagon a long time ago like wasn't a long time a year ago by kneecaps yeah once he came out and you I was they they were such an underrated team that lost so many close games. Mm-hmm. And then when you get those early picks and you just build off of that, I mean, I knew they were going to at least be 500. And he's doing all of it with fucking Goff. Hey, Goff's not, not that bad. Yeah. What would you rather have? 
Jared Goff and two number ones for the or yeah two number ones for the next two oh, years. Oh yeah, I definitely would. You'd make that trade yeah, all day. Yeah. And I get why the Rams did it. They won a Super Bowl. They can justify it, but the Rams are so fucked now. Oh, they're they're done. like cash strapped. Coach might leave. No more draft. Well, picks. he announced he announced that he's coming back. He is. Yeah, but, but if he's that's how bad about it, it is. Yeah, if he's thinking about he's it that far. Yeah, so I'm saying one foot out because he's thinking about it that much. You got to be careful. Where does Sean Payton go? I don't know, but I heard he wants twenty to twenty-five million dollars a year. And you're gonna have to give up. A and you're gonna one. have to give up a number one. So it's, I get the coach makes a difference because Bill Belichick. Obviously, we watched him, and it's like, yeah, that guy's a evil genius, and he can win you a Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't give up a one plus all that money. But I was gonna say it doesn't go against the cap, does it? What coach's salary? No, hell no. You yeah, pay him so whatever. That's, yeah, so that's that's the one thing. But I wouldn't give up a one. That's that's a lot. Mm. It is a lot, but somebody will pay it. And if but, you're Peyton, do you go to Arizona and try to resurrect Kyler Murray? I don't like Kyler Murray, dude. I don't know. He's done. I know you've been on the hype train. I was for a while, too, but he just plays too much Call of Duty. and I, He's not the kind of guy I want to put all my eggs in that basket. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just don't see it working out for Kyler. He showed flashes of being great. I don't know. There's just all these rumors too about him not giving a shit and not putting That's in the, the work. worst part. Because like when you're that talented, and you gotta, you gotta wonder where it stems from. Like, you know, guys like him, they've been told they were the greatest. Yeah, it's entitlement in a 12. sense. Yeah, he's been the best. You know, of and the he's best. never probably had to work hard. But now you're at this level. I mean, it's not going to be. This isn't college. And it's they not, wouldn't. They wouldn't put in that clause unless there was some truth to that yeah. about his studying. And I know yeah. they made a big fuss about it and they took it away. But I was like, they they did that for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then weren't you saying like, oh, new Call of Duty drop? Like Kyler's no, going to be like shit. This somebody week. went back and was like, when it's double XP weekend, like on the weekends that like the new Call of Duty drops because it drops like in around late my October. birthday. Yeah, it was right around yeah, my birthday, November. late October, early November. Every, like every time they've got like two years of data, like showing that month he just sucks. I mean, it's hard to argue. And like I said, they wouldn't put that in there unless they believed it as well. So I, I, think, I think there is some kind of for connection. Kyler's sake, his be- his only hope is getting Sean Payton in there. Because Sean Payton, one, is an offensive guru. Two, has developed a or, you know, coached a shorter stature quarterback and led him to, you know, Hall of I Fame think heights. Two different dudes, though. Oh, they're totally I, two different dudes. I'm just saying. I think physically put in the work, but yeah, yeah, physically they're both approximately under six foot. Yeah, so Tyler's how tall he's is he? Little guy. Is he five nine? Like five nine, five ten. Okay. I, I would bet if I can put five ten, I feel a little bit better. But if you right. can take his skill set and put him on a six three guy, then it's like fuck yeah, I'll give him every yeah. opportunity I could. Yeah, but <laughs> so I just remember that picture of him running into the end zone. And he's like twelve yeah. inches tall. Yeah. He's to cut the ball out. Um, yeah, that's forever burnt in my mind. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Peyton probably ends up in fucking. I don't know. Peyton's coming back though. Yeah, I thought. I, I thought Chargers was a done deal, but they held on to old boy. Which I wouldn't have after Chargers would be a lead. great fucking team to inherit. They are so good. Their roster, Herbert. Herbert. I mean, they got good Eckler who led the league in touchdowns again. I love their defense. <clears throat> yep. It's like so, I don't. But we talked they, about this group chat. It's like how are the Chargers so good and they can never do anything? Everybody, at least, at least the Cowboys will win a playoff game every three years. Everybody on like there was a bunch of TikToks like how the Chargers chargered. Oh, or they're yeah. charging like twenty seven nothing. They said at one point, you know, they do win probability ninety eight point eight. Oh shit! That reminds me. Did you hear about that bet a guy made? 
So when when the score was twenty seven nothing, this was a Jacksonville game for anybody who doesn't know. They had that percentage chance of winning. A guy put down one point four million dollars on the Chargers to win. That was his bet that he laid, and his payoff would have been eleven thousand. So he bet one point four. Oh shit! I pressed a button. I'll get out of there. Should I keep talking? Keep talking. Hold on. Here's the home button. There we go. There you go. So a guy paid one point four million dollars down with a chance to win eleven thousand. And he lost the bet. He lost one point four million. But they're like, if you're putting down that kind of money, you got tens yeah. of millions more. Yeah, you ain't worried about that. But I just thought that was crazy. That's how confident he was. Is let me just make this easy eleven k, but I, but I have the potential to lose one point four. And they came back and fucking won that Jacksonville won Served that you game. right for having that kind of money. Yeah, that's what people were saying. I was like, oh boo hoo guy, if you got that kind of money to lay down, like you know, I don't give a shit. But I just thought that was wild. <sighs> All right, so. Um... Oh, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So last game, Sunday. Sunday is by far the best game for these best day for these games, in my opinion, too. Yep. Cincinnati Buffalo and then Dallas at San Francisco. That's a five twenty kickoff. Um San Francisco is favored by four points. So we're four point dogs. What you got? I guess this can lead right into our Cowboys discussion. This is really tough. Um My head says no. You know, that we'll lose yeah. 49ers, but my heart wants to believe I'm ready to <sighs> be hurt again. Bro. I agree. Um, it's the worst matchup we could have had. I would yeah. love to play Philadelphia or the Giants yeah. this week. Yeah. God damn it. I had, before the season, or before the playoffs started, I said, oh, yeah, it's going to be um, San Francisco and Cincy. Like, San Francisco's got the best roster. And Cincy, I don't know, I've just kind of been a fan of them for a while since last year. So I was like, they're going to run it. And San Francisco, I picked San Francisco to win the whole fucking thing. Yeah, um, they got their roster is ridiculous. If we play, if we play like we did in the second half, or if we play the if we play like we did in Tampa, we have a better than a puncher. Like we have a legit shot. Oh, if we play like we did in Tampa, we're winning. But we have Dak has to play perfect because to me, outside of the first two drives, like Dak, that's maybe the best game Dak yeah. Prescott's had as a as a Cowboy. I heard that all week, and I agree. Um, I, I said it during the game. Um, you know, he went three and out twice, and then I think he reeled off like eleven straight passes. He was mobile. He was smart with his decisions. Uh, he was decisive. Um, I think that game was probably the nail in, in Zeke's coffin. It's got to be, and if, hopefully Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to Oakland. Um, Oakland? What do you got there? Las Vegas, sorry. Really? Yeah. Hmm. A lot of smoke. Um, I think it'd be interesting if he somehow ended up in San Francisco where he's from. They yeah, can, but what are you going to do? Well, they trade Tom Garoppolo. Brady, Brock, Brock Purdy, Garoppolo, and Lance. No, you trade two of them. I would trade Garoppolo and Lance. I'd keep Purdy, <laughs> develop him for one more yeah. year. Trade Lance, dude. I don't know. Obviously, he hasn't shown enough, but I swear My they whole, gave up so much for him. They did. And why people are writing him off, I don't get. His first start was in a complete, like, monsoon. And then he got hurt one quarter into his next start. I'll tell you why we don't believe in him, because he hasn't played real football since, like, high school. He, he didn't even play that much in college. Uh, yeah. He's an unknown. And then he was taken, like, third overall after they gave up so much when they already had a quarterback. And then... I don't know. I'm just saying, with what they gave up, I would strike while he still has value. And well, if I could re- recoup have, anything from that, you're not. You're going to get pennies on the dollar for what you gave. Yeah, up. you would. But I don't know. I guess I'm. I guess, and I drafted him in my fantasy league this year. So maybe I'm just bitter because he went down in like game two. Yep. But I've already. I've. I. I've written him off. To be honest. 
I think I'm. A lot of people I would wrote, rock with Garoppolo or Purdy. A lot of people wrote off Trevor Lawrence too. I was one of them. Yeah. At one point, a lot of people wrote off Daniel Jones. Oh, I look how did. he's playing. I, 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 I've always honestly loved Danny Dimes. Always been a Danny Dimes fan, dude. It's weird. He's a quarter. He's a quarterback from Duke. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> but as he came out, I was like, you know what? This guy's gonna be decent. Like if Eli Manning could win two Super Bowls, I'm not saying he's gonna do that. But I was like, he's gonna have a 10 year career. Yeah. And he's gonna start most of it, and then he can be a backup for the tail end. I was like, he's he's top 15. And when you have a top 15 quarterback with the most important position, you just can't let those guys go. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fuck it. I'm a Danny Dimes fan. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I fucking said it. It's on record, dude. Um, but yeah, um, I I think you've got to get you've got to get Pollard involved early. We've got to establish a run game. Yes. Dak's got to play damn near perfect. But I think where we really will flip this game is if Micah and the defense can get after Brock Purdy because the bubble has to burst on Purdy at some yeah. point because he looked shaky in the first half last week. He did not play well. And, and if you looked at his defenses, we're going to be the best defense he's faced. For sure. Although someone brought up a fantastic point, which is true, he faces the best week, best defense every week it's not in practice. Same. Not the same. It's not the same. But I agree. They give you. him some good looks. I see. I see your point, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not. It's game not speed. Dan Quinn. Yeah, it's not Micah Parsons. And they're not hitting you either. And they're not hitting you. Yeah, they're going to hit you and drive you in the dirt. And then you got to get up, do it again, and yeah. you hear Parsons coming around the corner. You know, and I think if we can, it's really important to me that Donovan Wilson. Sets the tone on defense because oh, I don't somebody. know if you noticed, but there was a play. Um, there was a play in the first half where they were driving and Godwin caught the ball, like maybe the five or ten, and Donovan Wilson laid a pop on him. He sp- he did a three six, and he was not spin. right after that. You uh-huh. see him throughout the whole game wincing, staying down a little extra long, like coming out, like he hurt him. So <laughs> if we can establish the run, be dominant and physical on the other side of the ball. And Dak is on his game. I don't. I don't see why we can't win. And I saw that. Uh, is it Jaron Curse? Curse. Jaron Curse. Jaron. Was our thing not on? No, I don't know. Well, f- I'll listen to it in post. We'll oh see. shit! Maybe. Has it been on this whole time? No, we haven't so, been recording at all. No, this we've whole been time? recording. I just don't know if the mics were amplified. Oh. So we'll see. I don't know. I can, maybe I can fix it in post. Anyways, uh, yeah, he's a lot 100%. of rust here. He's a hundred percent though. Oh yeah. Well, they didn't say he's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent playing. Yeah. Oh, he was. You'd have to cut his leg off for him. Not they to were play. saying too. He's kind of like the. He might be the lead, true leader. Of I this think defense. he is. I think he makes. You know, I think a lot of guys look up to him. I think he sets the tone, uh, like emotionally. You know, uh, a lot of guys look up to him. Um, yeah, because lots of times you look at well, who's the best or who makes the most money, but that doesn't no. make you a captain. No, it's who do you rally behind. Um, um, I was going to say, too, can we not put Diggs on Debo? Would you want that matchup? I wouldn't mind it, but Diggs usually doesn't – he doesn't follow. He doesn't shadow. He <sighs> plays his side of the field. If Debo ends up there, he ends up there. I don't mind Debo, like, on pass coverage, but with how they're going to involve him, if they get Debo in space and Diggs has to make a tackle, yeah. zero confidence he's making that tackle. No, no. And he is not. He, it may be in the Super Bowl, right? Maybe. He's not making that tackle in the divisional round. He's going to get he, – as much as I like Diggs, homie cannot make an open field tackle or he just doesn't want to. He'll just get thrown around. No, but honestly, like – It's kind of like Dion. The which, good ones, you don't pay him to tackle. You pay him to shut off a third of the field. I get that, but I also want you to at least wrap around their legs and do – at least slow them down, right? He'll just get like 
fucking bulldoze sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, no, oh, it's, you're it's, embarrassing it, us. Yeah, it gets pretty bad to watch. but And he's still great, right? Like He's our best corner I think he's by far. T- I think he's a top five corner in the yeah, league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not shitting on the guy. I'm just saying when Debo, especially, right? Because yeah. Debo is a bad motherfucker. When he gets the ball and it's one-on-one, no. I better see Donovan Wilson coming across that field to hit somebody. Well, I fully expect Shanahan to, to run to the perimeter. With. Especially on his side. That's what I'm saying. He's That's what I'm afraid McCaffrey of. Caffrey out there. He's going to get. Uh, is it Wilson? Is he still Mitchell? Who's is it Eli- Elijah, Elijah Mitchell? Mitchell? Yeah, I think yeah. Mitchell, McCaffrey, so Debo. Saying, it's going to come his way. They're because all going to know. Do, yeah, he, I think he's just going to, you know, just run to the perimeter, do perimeter runs. That's exactly what I would do. He's the weakest tackler. Let's he, let's just run at you him. You know who else I think is we missed dearly, and that was Leighton Vander Esch. I think Leighton Vander Esch had a hell of a game last he game, did. too. Multiple, like, ten tackles, broke yeah. up some passes. Yeah, he was, like, jumping up in the air, like, almost intercepting the ball, like, in the middle of the field, like, 20 yards down. I was how like, many, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> how many games did he miss? I missed, like, the last five, I think. So over a month, right? Yeah, because yeah, I think he went out in, like, an indie thinking. game, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, so I think we sorely missed him. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to get my hopes up. Like, this is... It's not it's not a fever dream though. Like this shit can happen. Yeah, it can happen. But I think it's time to do to Brock Purdy what Aaron Rodgers did to Dak Prescott his rookie year. You have the experience. You're the big dog. You're the veteran. You're the veteran. Yeah. It's time to prove it and just rip his heart out. I think this bubble on Brock Purdy has got to bust at some point. Yeah, and I agree. And, and it does for every rookie yeah. at some point. I think and thank God we have Dan Quinn because I think Dan Quinn is the guy to design and scheme something. I love Dan Quinn so much. So do I. And I that's why I was kind of would name like my next animal after him. That's why I was bummed that we won last week. I was like, "Fuck, we're stuck with McCartney another McCar- uh, McCarthy another year." Yeah, because I really wanted it, us to lose in bad fashion. Dude, I'm such a fucking shit bag Cowboys fan. Well, like, you're thinking of the head though. You, yeah. you want you want Dan Quinn. I don't want to lose okay, Dan dude. Quinn. Pay Dan Quinn ten million dollars a year to be your DC. I think he's already getting close to that. Pay him twelve. Pay him fifteen. I don't give a shit. Yeah, keep him. start a start a GoFundMe. I will yeah. donate money to keep Dan Quinn here as a quarter so, or as a DC. But yeah, I, I I see a roadmap for us to win, but I don't know if we. Well, do. and I was going to say with Brock Purdy is, you know, he is the rookie, and if we just throw a lot of shit at him, you know, different schemes, different looks, different blitz packages, like we can get to him. They might try to make like little halftime adjustments as much as they can, but if we just put the pressure on him, like Parson, he can eat, and we got other guys if they try to double team, you know, a Digizua I could see getting in there, and I don't know. I, th- I think it comes down to getting pressure on um, on Purdy because McCaff- McCaffrey's going to get his yards, Debo's going to get his yards. They're going to run on us no matter what. We just have to force them to beat us through the air. Because Brock Purdy can't beat us through the air. He, he he's looked, he's he's looked good, right? I'm not gonna not gonna take away from the kid, but he looked bad last week in the first half. He did not look good in the I first mean, half last week. He's got to be the, and that was Seattle, and this is a whole different animal coming at you. And yeah, it's, you know, it's not Seattle. And honestly, when you look at roster for roster, we pair up pretty good with them. Yeah. We both have good defenses. We both have good running backs. You know, we have the better quarterback. We both have good lines. I mean, it's. They're stacked, but I would say our roster is just slightly below. See, them. I wonder what they're going to do with Micah because usually Micah is rushing off the right side, which that would put him up against Trent Williams. And I wonder if you let him battle that all day, or if you just try to move him around, just I'd bring him one. up the middle, bring him off the left. You know, I don't know if you put Tank over there or what, but 
It'll be interesting to see what Quinn does with Micah and see what? because yeah. I don't like that yeah. Trent Williams Micah matchup. Would it be stupid to put like not 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 your a bum, but like say your worst pass rusher on Trent Williams just to let him occupy him and be like now maybe now let Micah feast on like their second or third best. I don't know who's over there. Maybe McGlinchy. McGlinchy is yeah. their other mm-hmm. tackle, but I know he's pretty good. So I don't know. It's like let. Let uh let Sam Williams eat that block up and free it up for uh for Parsons. Can I, dude, I think Sam Williams is. I think he's got a case of the dumbasses. I think he's got a little got fucking Kelvin Joseph in him. No, don't like say he that. makes some dumbass, dumb like decisions, boneheaded decisions, like crashing his Corvette. Did he do that? Oh, you didn't hear? That's why he missed the last week. Oh no, because he got that. in a fucking terrible car crash. Oh, wow. It looked terrible. Know. He obviously walked away. He's he's got talent though, dude. I'm I'm not I'm not writing that guy off yet. That's fine. Just don't be a dumbass. Well, don't yeah. get stupid penalties. Hey, Red Foreman. <laughs> he called <laughs> everybody a dumbass. His ass. <laughs> Everyone's a dumbass. Oh, but I don't want to make a prediction. Oh, I do. I, I just I, Sunday I'm gonna sit in a dark room and I'm just gonna write out write it out for three hours and I don't know, man. I don't want to think about making it to the NFC Championship. So you got a. Um... You got a spread going? What you gonna eat that day? I already I did it. Already did a HEB order. Did you? You ready? Yeah, I got um, white American cheese and mozzarella, cream of poblano, mm-hmm. some rotel, and some um uh, some sirloin. Gonna make some legit queso. Nice. And gonna put some um chicken in the crock pot and make tacos. Nice. Yep. Nice. And Cowboys win twenty four seventeen. Heard it here first. I'm not making a prediction. All right. I'm just gonna let it be. I'm gonna just. <laughs> it's like you're scared dude, to say I'm scared, something. Like, so scared, bro. If we lose, it's just any other year, okay? It's really not. It oh, really, it is really is because we haven't done this. You're right. It is, but five. Who knows when we're gonna get back? If we'll get back for another, however long. But yeah, the divisional round, man. Why can't we just win one more? That's why I told somebody. I was like, if we went to an NFC Championship game and got smoked, I would be thrilled. I'd be. Like skipping through a field of daisies if we just made it to an innocent well, championship. Sucks. Like game. that's where our standards are at. Well, but yeah. I guess after thirty years and after nothing. yeah, near thirty years, right? That's why, like last week, everybody was hyped and yeah, I was excited. But like, I don't know, we should have done that. We oh yeah, that, that that game was different. You know? I I fully expected. Yeah, us maybe to beat the Tampa Bay. maybe the fashion in which we did it. Yeah, that's impressive. But wild card win. Oh well. Yeah, yeah I mean, because the the score was made. Put it in a different light than how I mean we beat the fuck out of them. Oh yeah, it wasn't as close them. as the score showed. No, no, so for sure. Well, yeah, we'll see Sunday five thirty. I'll be. Ugh, I don't know, man. You get the heebie-jeebies. Get the heebie-jeebies. All right, so let's move on to what are we watching and what are we listening to, and we'll get out of here. All right. Um, you got yours up? Yeah, I'll do. Um, I'll do what I'm listening to first because I got I just got screenshots here. Uh, this first one's called uh, "Tradition of Violence." It's a podcast about the deputy gangs that operate within the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Host Sharice Castle wrote the history of deputy gangs in L.A. for Knock L.A., exposing their 50-year reign of terror and murder. Second one is called Mother Country Radicals. It's called, uh, it starts, Zaid Dorn was born underground. His parents were radicals and countercultural outlaws on the run from the FBI. Now Zaid takes us back to the 1970s when his parents were young and their young friends and the Weather Underground organization declared war on the United States government 
They brawled with riot cops in the streets of Chicago, bombed the Pentagon and the U.S. Capitol, broke comrades out of prison, and teamed up with the black militant groups to rob banks, fight racism, and help build a revolution. So that was cool because it was his parents were like the fucking people that were most involved. So he had like really good interviews and content, and that one I really liked. Uh, this one might be my favorite of this past year because I listened to it. Um, I think it was late December. When I, when I was listening to it, but it's called Bone Valley. That was a good one. Yeah, 1987, 18-year-old Michelle Schofield was found dead in a phosphate pit in Florida. Two years later, her husband, Leo, was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Fifteen years later, previously unidentified, unidentified fingerprints matched Jeremy Scott, a violent teenager who lived nearby. Jeremy has since confessed to Michelle's murder, yet Leo Schofield remains behind bars. In this groundbreaking podcast, Bone Valley host Gilbert King uncovers startling new evidence that Jeremy is responsible for a string of murders. Uh, and just, well, I'll tell you about the guy. But, um, yeah, he was 100% innocent, dude. Even the guy who did it, like, fully confessed, and they still won't let this guy out. It's really Damn. fucked up. Um, yeah, I got two more. This one's called, this is the new season of Conviction. I think this was season three. It's about Max B. He was a Harlem rapper on mm-hmm. the brink of stardom. One night. Uh, uh, one night he gets wind of a bag of cash that's uh, sitting in an empty hotel room and he starts scheming uh, whenever it would be an easy score in and out. No one gets hurt, but it doesn't go down that way. It all ends in chaos, kidnapping and a dead body. This is a story of a rapper who risked it all for a bag full of money, a robbery where everything went wrong. Okay. It's kind of just talking about it, but yeah, shout out Max B. <laughs> And last one's called American Terror. It's uh, the United States is fighting a forever war at home against a far-right extremist host, Ben McCoom. 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 And he has exposed domestic terror groups and breaks down what you need to know and how they might be stopped. That's what I'm listening to. There's another one called Appalachian Hysteria. I listened to the first season. It was about the... WVU, which is West Virginia, because it's, you know, Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. in West Virginia. It's yeah. all about West Virginia stories. It was about the co-ed murders. Oh, nice. uh, the first season was really good. <laughs> really good. And these two women, two yeah, women sadly nice. died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. Multiple homicides. Cool. So uh, I, I'm not listening to much. My new job doesn't allow, you know, I just don't have much time for it. Yeah. But I did listen to Suspect Season 2, Vanished in the Snow. It was about uh, the disappearance. Let me write these down. It's only one. Suspect Season 2, Vanished in the Snow. Oh, that's your only one? Yeah. Um, And it's about, I think her name was Janelle Matthews. It happened in 1984 in Greeley, Colorado. She disappeared, and um, they finally got the guy like 30 years later, like here recently. Um, and it was a guy, uh, they talk about all the suspects and I don't want to give it away if you're going to listen, but, um, I will. yeah, basically it ended up do, being a dude who like interjected himself a bunch into the investigation, like always had tips and was wondering about updates and Fucking all Ed this Kemper style. Yeah. So, um, such a bold move to interject yourself into a crime line or to an investigation. That's like part that. of the, um, uh, Psyche like socio, like sociopath, thinking that you're it. smarter yeah. than them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably thinking like, oh, I'll give them some fake tips. Yeah, or I'm throw them off them, the scent. Yeah, throw them off the scent. Lead them this way. Yeah. It's like eh, Matt or nope. whoever you know really is involving himself and no, nope. kind of obvious. It was a good story though. Um, what are you watching? Watching 
been watching a lot with Elizabeth. She's getting more into movies, which she always has been. But we watched Strange World on Disney. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. It didn't do well at the box office, and I think it's for other reasons. Um, maybe a little too woke at times. Is it? It had a. It had a. The main characters were like an interracial couple with a gay son, and I was like, yeah, that is. I mean, I don't give a shit, right? But I was like, it's like they made it a point to make them that character. Yeah. And I was like, but then again, I was like, well, I think they're just trying to like normalize these things, you know, and I get it. But then again, like, I I think a lot of people didn't see it. It's like a lot of people didn't see Buzz Light or that Buzz Lightyear movie because there was a kiss, which was about a one second kiss from a, you know, a couple that had in the movie been together for like 30 years. So it was, it was nothing. But to a lot of people, I guess it it means a lot and in a bad way, but I liked it. Uh, We also watched Hook. What she got into. So in the past few weeks, she's really made this transition to actual movies, not animated movies. So Mm -hmm. these next, we've actually watched quite a bit. We watched Avatar and uh, we start, we watched Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, nice. Yeah. And her favorite was Avatar by far. She was really fucking into Avatar. And like, it's such a long movie. We had to break it up into three nights, but every night we would try to resume it and it would be her idea to, you know, watch Avatar and finish it. I told her we could go see the new one, but she wasn't so much into Harry Potter. Not yet. Like I know she will be because I want to rewatch all those with her. So I'm like kind of pushing it. So we'll, we'll, we'll get there though. But yeah, those, those are what we've been watching with Elizabeth in the last month. Uh, for me also, I've been watching a new season of hunters on Amazon. That's where they're hunting Nazis in the seventies. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a really good show, dude. Uh, on Netflix, we watched the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. How was that? It was good. It was about Kai, right? Yeah. See, and I never knew who the fuck this guy was. It's Kai, bro. That's it's everybody's viral. They made it seem like he was the most known person he in the world. He was so viral for a while, for a long time. And this was 10 smash, years ago. Smash, yeah. smash, Yeah. Dude. And I was telling Claire, I was like, I Fucking have never Kai. seen this guy in my fuck. Have you, do you it's know the story, story though? story. Yeah. 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 He's serving life in prison right yep. now. Spoiler alert. Yep. Um, the Anarchist on HBO, which is a really good show. It's about obviously people who practice anarchy and like, you know, and not the kind of way you're thinking, like they still have families and they still believe in these things, but it's kind of like, you know, you don't let the government rule you. They're kind of like hardcore libertarians in a way, Mm -hmm. but they would go to Acapulco in Mexico and they would call it like Anarchapoco to be a convention. And they just, a lot of them just moved out there and had this whole lifestyle. And of course the way it starts is like, and everything was great until the murder happened. You know, and then shit fell apart. So right. it's like a six-part documentary series, and we're on like part three right now. Um, we also watched Without Claire, which I don't know. She's she's hard to watch movies with, dude. She's out in like ten minutes. So I was like, I want to watch a movie. You're fucking asleep, so I watched The Menu. You you know what that is? I want to say yes. Yeah, it's like it's like this high end cook and all his chefs behind him, and you go to this private island. I don't want to give too oh, much yeah, away, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like about like. Uh, cannibalism but it's not and it's different and it's it's pretty good dude like i would recommend it if you just had like two hours to watch a movie you know two and a half out of four stars kind of thing like i wouldn't like die on that hill but also i wouldn't tell you not to watch it and lastly i watched uh season two of inside job on netflix that's an animated show for like adults that i like oh nice it's about like the shadow government Oh, I'm, in, I'm in, a, in. in a comedy sense like every conspiracy theory is true and there's a shadow government running everything but it's totally done with, with comic relief. So I've only watched one show, and it was last night, and I wish I didn't. It's that <laughs> 90s show. Really? I, I seriously added that yesterday. It's just not. They're trying really hard to make it, th- that 70s show. 
I could tell. It just they, doesn't work. A lot work. of the same people, too. Only for one episode. Like, it, they oh. get all out of the way. That sucks. Like, Eric and Donna show up in the first episode. Okay, first off, Donna, fucking a baby. Am I right? And Kitty hadn't aged. Or, or Red. Or Red. I saw, because yeah. I saw that clip, and I was like, they, they look the exact same yeah. from 20 and years ago. Michael and Jackie are back. What about Hyde? What's he doing? Uh, I think he's about to go to jail, buddy. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's why you shouldn't rape people, you piece of shit. Um... Fez shows up in like episode two or three. Speaking of which, he has a questionable past too. And Lauren brought this up. I was oh, like, yeah, no, he's, not Fez. He's a, he's a he dated like Mandy Moore and she was like 15 and he was like 19. Same with Demi Lovato. As soon she as she turned like, 18, he was 29. He fucking groomed him. Yeah. He's a groomer. Yeah. Yep. Straight up. So he was in there. But you can tell it's the the kids now. Um, you know, the kids, like it's Eric's daughter. Yeah. So and Eric then and Donna, right? They had a kid. Yeah. That's they got to get okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So, but they're modeling each kid after the old cast. Just so you have a Kelso identical. character. Oh, they shouldn't do that. <clears throat> that parallel. You have character. a Kelso character, uh, and I'm not spoiling anything, but Kelso's son in the show is there. So he has a son that's in the group of kids, but he is doesn't. It, do you have a kid with Jackie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So you have a Kelso character, you have a Hyde character, which is played by a female, but you can tell that they're modeling that character after Hyde because she's, you know, kind of edgy and, you know, you can just tell when you watch it. And then you have uh, Fez, which is played by another kid. You can tell that, you know, he's the minority in the group and yeah, yeah. I had such high hopes it's just for corny that. and it doesn't work. I don't know. It just doesn't work. Like. Maybe it's because we're older and we watched that 70s show when we were younger and we could relate. You know, that was such a good show. Yeah, we could relate to it. And like third episode in, remember when that episode in that 70s show when they get a keg and they don't have a tap? Uh huh. They redo that in like the second episode. You already ran out of material. You had to start copying. That's so disappointing. It's just, I mean, watch it. I mean, no, I really was like, I was They're like 22 minute episodes or whatever. 27. I was planning on watching one probably tonight if I had time before this, but because you know, when Netflix reboots it, I'll give it a shot. Right. Netflix usually does a good job. And then I saw nineties. Like, I don't know if I'm at that age now, but I get so fucking drunk off nostalgia for the nineties now. Like I, I'll send shit to Claire all the time about like Jinko's and Nintendo 64. And I'm like, I want to go back. There is some cool, there is some cool nostalgia. Oh, I get, dude, I'm a sucker for nostalgia already. But, I don't know, I just, I think the only way it would have worked is if they would have just continued, like, that 70s show, and then series finale, and then, like, maybe that next fall, it would have been that 90s show. Well, they had that 80s show before that yeah, didn't work out. Yeah, that was out. terrible, too. That was a reboot from not too long after that 70s ended. Yeah, I think that's the only way it would have worked. Now, too much time has passed, and maybe I'm just older, I don't know, I just, it, it's corny, the jokes are corny, um... You know, may, I don't know. Maybe it worked when we were younger because we could relate to trying to just smoke and avoid our parents and get beer. You know, I don't know. The water tower made an appearance already in like episode one. Well, the so, water tower is pretty iconic. Yeah, I mean they yeah, had too. to. I would never fucking climb a water tower. By the way, <laughs> no, really? You? Oh, that, it's hard to imagine. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not a fan of heights. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Never. Yeah, that's the only Keep that's the only TV I've been watching, but I do um, like Jack Ryan season three's out. Oh yeah, I need to finish yeah. that too. Jack Ryan season Jack Ryan's really good. Um, uh, so that's because John Krasinski's a stud, total fucking babe, dude, total stud. Uh, so I want to watch that. Um, Have I, you started it though? No. Oh, okay. See, no. I, I I need to finish it because I'm on like episode 
three or something or oh, four. Season three? Season three, yeah, the new oh, okay. season. Yeah, no, I haven't started yeah. it yet. Um, and then, like, I, I saw, like, a clip of, uh, did you ever see Sicario? Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep seeing clips of the second one with. Uh, it's a lot of the same cast. A lot it? of the same cast, yeah. Um, so like I, I don't second know, I'll one was that. good. I watched it in theaters with my mom because I got her to watch all those, mm-hmm. and they're big Taylor Sheridan fans now because yeah. they watch Yellowstone. Well, he just filmed an episode here at the courthouse. No shit. Yeah, for for eighteen. It no 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 sorry, it's a spinoff. It's not a spinoff. It's a story, and I forget the dude's name, but it's the first black uh, U.S. marshal. I forget cool. the name. Um, Talk and I'll look it's not it up. Thurgood Marshall because he was the first Supreme Court justice. No, it was the first. Um, that was a black man. The first, I think, U.S. Marshal or either Texas Ranger one, uh, and it's the story about him. That's so cool. he's either already filmed or he's going to film in the uh, courthouse here Hell in Wasatchie. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of Taylor Sheridan movies, but and shows. I mean, the guy's probably worth a shitload of money now just off of rights for everything he's made. Yeah, see, um, I need to. I want to start. Um, I want to start Yellowstone because I've never seen it. Everyone I know that watches it tells me the same thing that I should watch it. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be one of those things for me. Like, I, it'll it'll be like, why didn't I start it sooner? Yeah, because you know, and I I like to think too. Like, there's not many shows where like I follow them live. Like, oh, new episodes out this week. Like back in the yeah. day, where it'd be yeah, you'd be at the house watching it. There's not. I think I did it with, like, The Office for a while. But after that, man, I don't know. Because everything's streamed now, so it's like you get a whole season at once. Sorry, I'm I'm looking this up. Because it's like, actually cool. Oh, and I forgot. Uh, that reminds me of another show that we could have watched week to week. But what we did was we waited till it was done completely and burned through. It was uh, season two of The White Lotus. Big fan of both of those seasons. Mm, so yeah, see, I've that's heard that another, was really good. But see, I was like, I would rather wait until I can watch all of them at once because then we binge them. I can't yeah. go week to week, man. I'm I'm just a spoiled person living in the in the future now. So the show's called 1883 Bass Reeves, um, and it's going to film inside Great, the courthouse uh, February 13th and 14th. Um, it says the show will focus on the story of its namesake, who was one of the first black U.S. marshals in the American West. So you know that's gonna be fucking good. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're filming, you know, right down the street there. That's next really month. fucking cool. So I drive by yeah. there every day for work. Yeah, I got a I got a bunch of shows I gotta watch. So but yeah, that ninety show. Watch it, get the experience. Maybe you'll have I'll probably check it out. Maybe I'm too harsh, but it just no, didn't, it didn't work for me. I can see you being right. It's something like that. It's like some things just shouldn't be remade remade and like stirred up again. And I saw another clip and you can can you confirm this or not? I, are they making Back to the Future 4. I have no idea. Uh, Michael J. Fox, what is he going to do? Dude, he, in the clip I saw, he made an appearance. Now, I know people are good with, like, deep fakes and all that, but... Oh, it's amazing what deep fakes can do now. They, uh, it looked really good. Um, so Don't get me wrong. That's one of my favorite trilogies of all time. <laughs> so I'd be down to check out a new one. I can't type. Good radio. Yeah, what, what's the what's the time marker at right now? Uh, we, we are two hours. No, an hour 42. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Just have some dead silence for a minute, man. Take it easy. Here. What's that thing called? Like ASR or whatever you make noise. ASMR. Yeah. Here's my beer. How's that? Yeah. So, um, I guess I got faked cause this is, <laughs> it will never happen, <laughs> but oh, it looks no. so good. But anyway, so yeah, that's 
that's what I've been watching and listening to. So, you well, got anything else, or you want to roll well, out? Last thing I want to know is what's your prediction for tomorrow's game or Sunday's game? Twenty-seven, twenty, 49ers. Oh, what an asshole! All right, let's I go. just I'm doing with my head, man. I don't want to get excited. I don't. I don't want my hopes to get up. <laughs> I don't want to get excited. It's <laughs> like don't. all I got, man. Other than my family, it's like hey, I just man. root for the for local teams like Rangers, Mavericks, Stars. FC and Dallas Cowboys. is coming up. We're starting late February. We need to so, get Alex to go to that game with us. Yeah, we need to get with him and see what kind of experience he wants. Oh, we're gonna have the real experience. We're gonna get right. a hotel. We're gonna go to bars and we'll sleep in the we'll sleep in the Odyssey. Well, mm-hmm. I'll dig out the schedule tonight and I'll post in the group chat of two or three games that I think because I want to go before May. Because oh, the, I'm not going in the heat. Yeah, it's just too hot. <laughs> I'm fucking spoiled now. And then I'll try to pick out a couple games like good teams. Obviously, let's try to go to a, a Saturday night, right? Yeah. I mean, I could do Friday night. I would just have to take the Saturday no. They're off. they're all Saturdays. Okay, I was they're gonna all say, Saturdays. I'm, I'm Sunday Mondays are my off days. Now. No, they're all Saturdays. So no, we're good. Um, but I'll pick out a couple good games that I think will be good games. We should have a good team. Um, should be competitive again. <laughs> I mean, hope maybe we can put it together. And I just need Dan Hunt to spend some of that Chiefs money oh, over you know here. They got it too, man. Oh, yeah, no, they do. It's like just spend a fraction of it, and we're good. It's just a tax write off. Well, hopefully we'll be back sooner next time. Yeah, uh, we will. Dakota wants to come on after the Stars game. He was like, you know, I'll, I can be able to talk some sports with y'all. And we were going to do like a musical Mount Rushmore of, um, was it No Skip albums? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to cater to him. So yeah, we'll do we more musically inclined. But I know he he's actually been wanting to be on for, for years now. So yep. we're going to let the little shrimp on. Sounds good. Is that your button down there? What button? We'll restart it. Has that not been on this whole time either? That's it. I'm fired. No, it's good. I forgot to hit. I forgot to hit them too. So there may be some audio issues. We'll. I'll see how if I can work any magic in production, post production. So, uh, but man, it was fun, guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Hope you enjoy it. Um, but for Matt and I'm Andrew, we're out.